Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. The time for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? Right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. you got to run the ball. Stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down. Down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York football giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You're saying we're going 16 and 0, huh? 16 and 0, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How would you mind? You, you know you just drive to the Messiah. Holy, the one and only, Shake Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect, like a Peyton Manning, or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now here is your host, Shakes Montana.
205-579-6 is the number to call in. It's Debate Wednesdays. Come express your feelings, your thoughts. That's what this day is about. So what's up with you, man? How you feeling? I am awesome. <laughs> I am awesome. Um, well, you know, uh, you know, it, a lot of things, but just speaking on Giants and what's going on in Giant Land, I am very ecstatic that Don Wink Martindale will be our new defensive coordinator. And not only is he coming, and, and we all spoke about this, he was my favorite for defensive coordinator. Um, I, I told you, man, blitz heavy, 3-4, uh, man to man, that was something that I'm gonna read an article. I hope that's the same article, but it's a major difference between Martindale's defense, three four defense, and Pat Graham's three four defense. <laughs> yeah, Pat Graham was Ben Don't Break. Martindale is headhunt, kill, and he gonna get them linebackers. We're going to get the linebackers. Um, it's definitely um, an article I was going to read out for you. But, um, look, and he's he's bringing, he's bringing his peoples with him already. He's like, look, man, um, I'm hiring Brian Cox. Pause. <laughs> but we all love Brian Cox when he played um, New England and, and, and Dumas that he played. Um, so yeah, he was also with the Miami folks. Dolphins, am I right? Yeah, Miami, New England, um, Buffalo. He, he spent, yeah, but everywhere that he went, he was a pro bowler or played at a pro bowl caliber level. Um, I believe he's a Hall of Famer. I'm not sure. I, I need to do my research on that one. But if he's not, he should be because Brian Cox is the man. And um, I think the last time he uh, coached was 2016 for um, – the Atlanta Falcons defense that went to the Super Bowl. That was the last time he coached. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Brian Cox. Shout out to um, for Martindale for bringing um, Brian Cox along with him, but also bringing one of the Ryan brothers as well. Not Rex. What's the other one name? Um, is Rex and Ryan? Uh, Rex Ryan and. Wow, I, you know what's crazy? Rob, Rob Ryan, right? Rob, right, Rob. right, right. It's right on the right. Yeah, it's right on the, my yeah Rob, Rob Ryan, Rob Ryan, Rob Ryan also will be on this New York football. Yeah, yeah, he also will be on this New York Giants football coaching staff. Man, uh, this this coaching staff is, is shaping out to be um, looking like a good one to me. As I'm looking at it, I wasn't really down with it at first, but. As I'm looking at it, it's looking a little nice. Looking a little nice. Yeah, Rob, Rob Ryan is the one with the long hair, Paul. Yeah. So I am definitely ecstatic because um, I am a huge Ryan fan. Both brothers. Um, I, oh, I love yeah. both brothers. Yeah, both. Um, yep. as, you know, maybe not as a, a, a head coach, but as a coordinator, as a positional coach. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Okay, so this is this is awesome for me on the defensive side of things, because I think I'm really going to get the defense that I really want. 
but not only that, I really want that you are going to be satisfied and happy with, and yeah. so is a lot of other people. Yeah. So. Yes. And we know Wink Martindale's resume. For those of you that don't know, it's just etched in stone already. He's one of those coaches and one of those guys who has the pedigree that's well-known. If you don't know, I can't help you with that. But his pedigree is well-known, as I said before. It's one of those things that follow you around, like a Mike Tomlin, even though he's a head coach, like a, a Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy. even though these guys may be in different situations or positional coaches, rather, but he's just one of those guys where he is well-established, well-respected, on the field, all of it shows. You don't have to question his pedigree, his integrity, and his ability. You don't got to question none of those things. He's a proven guy in life, and he's at an age where he still has the right mind for football, and he knows how to build, and he's well-respected, and he will bring the best out of players because that's what he does, period. Absolutely, man. Um, so the defense is looking great um, on that side. And I think that was a, a real huge thing because um, the bowl is an offensive-minded guy, so defensive guy is pretty much a, a assistant head coach. Um, I mean, of course, they all, you know, really is. But yeah. really, you know, he's in charge of that side of the ball. So Talk um, about it. So can I say one more thing really quick, my brother? Oh, you you got it, man. Go ahead. Yo, I had this conversation with you guys a couple of days ago, and listen to what I'm going to say, and I want every Giants fan to get super hype. 914-205-5796 is the number to call in. Just don't listen. Call in. Speak your opinion. Give your thoughts. We have an entire brand new coaches app, something that you guys wanted, you guys begged for, you guys pleaded for, you guys was angry about. Nobody on this coaching staff is nepotistic unless it's a guy who's bringing a guy with him. But it's nobody we all thought if somebody would have said, guess the Giants coaching staff, none of us would have thought this right here. So we are supposed to applaud that. We're supposed to celebrate that. We have the Buffalo Bills offensive-minded scheme with the Baltimore Ravens defensive-minded scheme. See, nobody feeling me right now, Shakes. Pause. Ain't nobody feeling what I'm saying. They don't, they, don't, they don't get it. And I know we want to see it translate. But guess what? If you just want to go off of optics, then you should be ecstatic. Just off optics. When you read the name, Brian DeBoer, Wink Martindale, Joe Shane, Mike Kafka. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're supposed to be excited. Rob Ryan, Brian Kafka. Like, that's supposed to get you to the point where you're like, you know what? I'm going to give this all a chance. How can you not? It's a brand new regime, something that people have been calling for for 10 years, 
some something that people have been calling for for eight years, seven years. It doesn't matter. It has finally actually happened. And I want you guys to think about something, too. In these hires, these are not yes men. Now, Shane is going to have to show me he's not a yes man. But we all know Wink Martindale, Rob Ryan, Brian Cox, Mike Kafka. We all know what these guys are about. We know they're not yes men. So at least we know we got them in the building in confidence. So I'm looking forward. I'm hyped, even though I'm still just, you know, melatonin with it, because that's just me. But I'm hyper. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the players. I'm not mentioning any organizational conversations for the rest of my life. So if you guys want to talk organization, skip me and miss me with that. But if y'all want to talk, yo, the defense is fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth in the league, man. We looking good out here. Yo, the offense to picked it up, blah, 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 blah. Yo, you know what? They're getting the best out of these players, blah, blah, blah. We just get a couple of more pieces, et cetera, et cetera. He is your guy. But don't talk to me about the organization for the rest of y'all lives. No doubt, man. Great shit. Real quick, just, you know, because my boy said, we got the Buffalo's offense with the Ravens' defense. Um, I'm not sure if it's in this article or not. I'm going to just read it, and then if it don't pick up on what I need to say, I hopefully I'll remember it. But um, what he said, was exactly that, and he said, y'all not getting happy about it. Y'all don't understand. So what I want to do and what I, I already thought about, this was already on my agenda, was I want to read this article to y'all so y'all can get a little bit more in-depth about the man, Wink Martindale, and why I, had him as my favorite to be a defensive coordinator. Why I am so ecstatic that he's the defensive coordinator. Why I am, everything is great on my side of the ball. You know, everything, you know, I love the defensive side. The offense is cool, but I love defense. And for me to get that, that's like a Christmas, early Christmas gift for me. So I definitely want y'all to understand why I feel the way I feel. So this is an article by Zach Rosenblatt from New Jersey Advanced Media for NewJersey.com, NJ.com, whatever you want to call it. The title is read, Giants to Hire Wink Martindale as Patrick Graham's Replacement, Why the Ex-Ravens Defensive Coordinator Was the Right Choice. Okay. It starts off, Brian DeBall wanted to bring Patrick Graham back as defensive coordinator. Instead, he gets a wink. I like what you did there. The Giants are expected to hire former Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator Don Wink Martindale to replace Graham, who left for the same position with the Raiders. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Martindale was viewed as the favorite to replace Graham since DeBall was hired as head coach. Now DeBall is one step closer to completing his staff, and his newest hire should be his most 
impactful one. Don Wink Martindale, 58 years old, was a finalist for the Giants' head coaching job in 2020 that eventually went to Joe Judge, and this time around was one of a handful of candidates to be a defensive coordinator. The Giants also interviewed Steve Wilkes, Jim Schwartz, Sean Desai, or Desai, and Terrell Austin. Though only Martindale and Wilkes interviewed in person, the Ravens and Martindale surprisingly parted ways even though Baltimore's defense has been one of the best in the NFL for his four-year tenure. I'm going to repeat that rephrase one more time. The Ravens and Martindale surprisingly parted ways even though Baltimore's defense has been one of the best in the NFL for his four-year tenure. His coaching style will be different than Graham's. Martindale's defense are known to be extremely aggressive and in your face, whereas Graham's were more bend but don't break. The Ravens had the sixth highest blitz rate in the NFL in 2021 at 31 percent. Back in 2010, Martindale told the Denver Post that he's an aggressive guy by nature. I believe in physical, smart football, and I have an aggressive attitude about things. The players already know that by being around me. Their unit was decimated by injuries and from losing significant pass rushing talent in free agency, so they allowed 23 points per game, ranking 19th. That was the worst of Martindale's tenure after finishing second, third, and second in points allowed in the previous three seasons. Let me rephrase that sentence one more time. That was the worst of Martindale's tenure after finishing Second, third, and second in points allowed in the previous three seasons with him running the show. Can you read that one more time? Can you just do that one more time, please? One more. No, no. One more again for the people there. I I will probably rephrase the whole paragraph for you. Their unit was decimated by injuries and from losing significant pass rushing talent in free agency. So they allowed 23 points per game, ranking 19th, which ain't even bad at all. I mean, we were 37, though. But anyway, right, that was the worst of Martindale's tenure after finishing second, third, and second in points allowed in the previous three seasons with him running the show. Football outsiders had Ravens created. Excuse me? I'm sorry, I just wanted to just let the people know, because a lot of people are ignorant. He lost five of his leading linebackers and linemen, all defense, to free agency. Football Outsiders had the Ravens graded as a top 10 defense from 2018 to 2020. Though they fell off to 28th in 2021, despite their struggles, Excuse me, hold on. That said, Football Outsiders had the Ravens graded as a top 10 defense from 2018 to 2020. That's his tenure right there. Though they fell off to 28th in 2021. Despite their struggles, Baltimore still had one of the best best rush defenses, excuse me, 
Baltimore still had one of the best rush defenses in the league in 2021, only allowing 108 yards per game, good for eighth in the league. Wow. The Giants allowed 24 points per game last year and 22 in 2020. Graham was lauded for his ability to prop a Giants defense up that lacked pass rushing talent and has been hit hard by injuries the last two years. Though Martindale is still inheriting some talent and he'll have full he'll have full access over the defense too, since the ball is an offensive minded head coach. The secondary is considered a strength for the Giants as it was for Martindale in Baltimore. Cornerbacks James Bradbury, Adoree Jackson, and Aaron Robinson, hey Rob, are all under contract for 2022. As for safeties, Xavier McKinney and Logan Ryan. Peppers is set to hit free agency. The pass rush is still a question, though second-year outside linebacker Aziz had eight sacks, flashes some potential as a rookie, and other second-year players like Ellison Smith and Quincy Roche could grow into contributors. It's unclear if the Giants plan to bring back Lorenzo Carter, but they do have two top-ten picks, and it should be expected that general manager Joe Shane brings in a defensive playmaker for Martindale to groom. Perhaps one at edge rusher? Martindale once groomed pro bowler, pass rusher Elvis Dumerville when he was with the Broncos, as well as Packers star Zazarius Smith when he was with Baltimore. Martindale was Martindale was Baltimore's linebackers coach for six years before becoming defensive coordinator. He will also inherit Leonard Big Cat Williams and Dexter Lawrence. The Giants will need to make some moves to add personal personnel that fits Martindale's scheme. Some notable Baltimore players set to hit free agency, Calais Campbell, Brandon Williams, defensive end Justin Houston, and linebacker L.J. Ford. Martindale presumably will be free to fill out his defensive coaching staff, though he's expected to inherit defensive backs coach Jerome Henderson, one of most highly regarded position coaches from Graham's staff the last two years, and a popular figure in the locker room. After Martindale's hiring, the Bulls still has a few positions on the coaching staff to fill. He's already hired the offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, quarterback coach, Shea Turney, offensive line coach, Bobby O.G. Johnson, <laughs> and tight ends coach, Andy Bischoff, as well as retaining Henderson and special teams coordinator Thomas McGoffey. That leaves running backs, wide receivers, defensive line, and linebackers coach positions still to resolve. Bischoff, Andy Bischoff, and Don Wink Martindale both coached with the Baltimore Ravens together. That was the article by my man Zach Rosenblatt. Great article, brother. That tells us so much about our new defensive coordinator. Glad to go ahead and give that to the people. What you think, bro? Again, this man comes, pause here, arrives in this building, well respected. This man arrives in this building, 
making you put yourself in the position to possibly take a pay cut because you know stepping up and having a star year the way that you are going to will get you paid even more barring injury. I refer to that as Lorenzo Carter. I know he's a free agent. But if the monies with the new regime is right, he'll take a one-year prove-it deal and shine. And then we'll say long-term is a different situation. He changes the complexion, mentality, and psychology of a defense. He's proven, again, there's nothing to say. Two, three, two, and still eighth. In a down season, he eighth. The man has been in the top ten all his life in Baltimore in some defensive category. We have not sniffed the top ten in anything in the longest amount of time, unless it was in the negative. Yo, it's nothing to say about that. I'm hyped. I know what he brings. I know what he's going to bring. I know what he's going to do. I see it moving forward. I'm just ready for the players to be as excited as I am, to play for this man, and for him to bring the best out of these players always been looking for. I think Blake Martinez might just get kept because of Wink Martindale. Just because of him. It may sound weird to some, but he's the type uh, of dude I, that will get your head. Yeah, bro. Oh, that, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of these guys are going to take these cuts. And that's what I think that, you know, and and I, I could be totally wrong. I could be absolutely wrong. But, you know, everybody's coming through and they saying, oh, it's going to be a whole bunch of cuts. I don't really think so. I think it's going to be a lot of money cuts. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people going to be sitting there um, with with their hands in their pockets. You know what I'm saying? Bradbury going to have to cough up some. Shit, Adore might have to cough up some. You know what I mean? But anyway, Blake Martinez, I think he will be back, but definitely they're going to touch that money. They're going to touch that money with a lot of people. I unfortunately don't think that Shep will be back. That's the one guy that I think will not be back. And as far as, like, the free agents, like Evan Ingram, he probably won't be back, and, like, Lorenzo Carter probably won't be back. But everybody else that that's under contract and all this, and they're like, oh, yeah. man, they they, they, go, they good as gone. Everybody thinking everybody's yeah, gone. I think it's a Reynolds, too. I think yeah, it's a Reynolds for Shep, too. I think it's a Reynolds for Evan Ingram. I think it's a Reynolds for a lot of guys. I think it's a Reynolds for Peppers. But Again, he's one of them type of guys that Wink Martindale has that effect where you be like, yo, you know what? This could possibly be one of the best years of his career to play himself into some money. He just brings that type of swag, strength, and positivity to a unit. You know what I'm saying? If we go over Wink Martindale's defensive staff, I'm sorry, defensive players since 2018, Yo, man, let's read off some of them names, bro. 
Like, yo, yo he ha- man, I- I'm just excited. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm just really like, yo, this is what's up. This is what's up. And I know you are as excited as I am because this is your second team in the AFC that we're bringing your guy here. Just like I'm excited about Shane because of my guy and Josh Allen. It's like one of the main reasons why I love the team. I mean, of course, number one is Lamar Jackson. Number two is hometown. And then number three is defense. I love defense. And that's all they've been for the last 20, 25 years. That's a fact. Oh, yeah, I mean, for them to, um, and I, we always, we always talk about, you know, around here, it's just like, man, this defense is always good, man, no matter what. It's just always fucking good. You think it's, it's and the that's what Yeah, right here. Bro. Yep. And Martin Dell was that guy for the last three, four years. So, exactly. man, yes, this is the defense that, I loved this is the defense that made me love the team. So now it's on my Giants team. It's, yeah, I'm definitely ecstatic. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a month ago, before Shane was hired, if anybody guessed the coaching staff, you're a liar. Nobody knew this was going to happen. Nobody knew Patrick Graham was going to leave. We all knew it was a chance, but we didn't know. It became official, and Wink Martindale became the guy. Like, we did not know. We lobbied for this. I can go off that and say me, you, LRP, Freezy, with him and Fangio, I think, of course, it was those two names. But for me, it was Wink Martindale, of course, and – Defensive-wise, I didn't really have that many as a toss-up because I was still focused on an offensive-minded head coach and seeing what they wanted to do and also the GM. But we all know he was my favorite in this. And um, names that we brought up that weren't even interviewed, so we don't got to do that. You guys are not excited enough. We got any calls? Martinia. Yeah, I'm here, but I was letting you finish. Now this is now yeah. this is something I do want to go ahead and chop it up with you about. Now this is look, man. It's just me and you. Just between me and you. Me and you right now. Just me and you right now. Before I would let this caller in, let's just me and you just just real quick. Now. O.C. Yumanora had a chit-chat with Odell Beckham Jr. And in that chit-chat, wherever is that online, I'm just seeing paraphrases or whatever. But in that chit-chat, he said, I told you not to leave New York. This is what O.C. said to OBJ. And OBJ responded and said, I didn't leave. I got booted. So <laughs> let's 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 talk, buddy. 
free agent, right? Right? Let's talk. Right? He's a free agent. That that regime is gone. Right? I mean, it's just me and you talking. It's me and you. Let's talk about it. You think you want to come home? Now you now you're talking about you want to ball, come home? Let me let me let me say this. He wins the Super Bowl, right? I think the Rams might offer him a little something. I think he wins that Super Bowl. The Rams might offer him a little something. And then his market value gonna be about from eleven to sixteen million a year per. From about eleven to sixteen. He's not gonna get Devontae Adams money. He's not gonna get Cooper Cup money. He's not gonna get you know what I mean? But he's still in his prime. He's just hitting his prime. And he has another seven years of electricity if he does not get injured here or there, left without a doubt. So question is, are we still paying him? I just need to know because we have to pay him a lot of money. Are we still paying him? Because <laughs> if we still paying him, I don't know if we are or not. Well, if Cleveland is still paying him, right? Money ain't the thing. If Cleveland is still paying him. Yeah, bro. Cleveland <laughs> is still paying him. So I mean, that's for this. Yeah, and then he's a free agent, so. Right, so he has already gotten enough money to be happy. Why not remarry your wife? She loves you. You tattooed her on your body. This is where you need to be. Leave the young regime with being who you are. First of all, if they believe in Daniel Jones, he needs you. <laughs> if they believe in him, I'm talking real. I'm talking real, right? They be- if they believe in him, why not remarry him? He's already divorced. Why not allow them to get into that type of thing? And we're not bugging right now. We're talking realistic. People think, oh, man, here they go. No. My brother asked me a real question. That man is a free agent. Mm-hmm. That means he got the chance and he can go wherever he wants to go. And I don't think it's John I don't think it's John Mara that he have a problem with. I think it was with Dave Gettleman. Yeah, I mean Mara's nephews was mad as shit. Or Man, let me tell you something. If he want to make things right for the players, because I'm never going to talk about this organization. I said that already. If he wants to make things right for the players, you bring that back here. And you watch how these fans lose their minds at the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. is back. What? What? Giant Stadium will be sold out for life. MetLife. Yes. Not a lot of tickets. That's interesting. <laughs> that's a lot of tickets. Yo, that's a lot of tickets, bro. That's a lot of tickets. Uh, 
only that. Them the free agency because they might have balled out. 
because that's inspiration. OG, OBJ coming back to New York after he wins the Super Bowl, barring with the Rams, right, if that happens, yo, bro, that's nostalgia. That's electricity. New York will lose it, fam. They'll go crazy. New York will go crazy. You know how welcome he'll be back? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, bro. If you want to shake the building, that's how you do it, John Mara. You say, you know what? I'm going to do this for the people. Watch this. We want you back. What's up? That's the, I'm telling you, if I'm in that building and, yeah, I mean, even if I'm that owner and I got this lawsuit smacked up on me like this, that's one of the moves that I'm sitting there like, yo, all right, they think they got me now on some racist shit, huh? And watch this shit. <laughs> watch this shit. I'm yeah, about to blow yeah. their mind. I'm you about know, to blow them. Dan C., let me, let me read what Dan C. said to us both. He told us to put the pipe down. I bet. Listen, I know, know, I know. those comments. No, they, they, we already, they, 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 we already prerequisite spoke on those comments coming our way. Feel me? But think about yes, it. Sir. So as much as we might put a pipe down, that's a real reality. It's not it like could it's really happen. It's a possibility. It could really happen. It ain't like it's it no really way happen. in hell that shit never happened. Like, right. That's what right. kills me about people. It's like, they're like, nah, man, shut that shit down. What's wrong with y'all? Like, no, it is possible. So maybe... Speak that shit in the universe, goddammit, and maybe it will happen. You never right. know. Right, but what I do know. That's my goddamn drink. We got a whole new culture staff. A whole new front office. And. Big Dash said, y'all bugging. <laughs> we we talking, bro. We, we oh, just yeah, talking just me possibility. Him, you know, just me and him. We just talking you know, possibility. Y'all want to join in on the conversation. You know, just call in. Just, you know? Right. Nine four two zero five five seven nine six. 5796 Join in. Tell us what you feel, what you think, and what you're doing. Remember, it's Debate Wednesday. So you can call in to debate our weird thought process if that's how you feel about it or our pipe dreams and bugging out call in the debate it like yo that's something that and we would like to hear from you we would like to hear how you feel opposed to that right there i would like to hear it like to hear it here we go <laughs> and i don't think nobody really would be opposed they just be like man they, they don't want to get their hopes up and that's the problem Everybody just don't want to get their hopes up. They don't want to sit there. You got to stay in reality. Stay in reality. Exactly. That's what people don't understand. Nobody thought he would not be here right now playing football at wide receiver. Let's keep that real. Let's keep that real. When we gave him 90 plus million, nobody thought he was not going to be 
right here, right now. But guess what the reality was? He spent two years with the doodoo suit on, and now look, nobody thought that. So I don't want to hear what anybody has to say about reality, because in the reality we lived in just three years ago, we heard our GM, who is no longer anybody in our organization, say we didn't sign him to trade him, and guess what he did? Fooled us all, paid him, and still traded him. And what we got in return was not enough. We lost that. So that was reality. So it ain't got nothing to do with how you feel. It's what could happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Kenny Galladay needs to know. Yeah, because Kenny Galladay needs to know. I don't know what's going on. Kenny Galladay needs to know. Something got to happen with that. It's like, I kind of wish, man, we would save that for money. Yeah. Just, just drafted him or, or, or even traded up and took Smitty yeah, like they wanted. I don't know. Just, yo, yo, man, nobody wanted this dude. Nobody, man. You know how much I didn't want this dude. Yo, nobody wanted this dude, B. And now you got that type of year under your belt in New York City? You got to make the Pro Bowl next year. You got to make the Pro Bowl. If you don't make the Pro Bowl next be year, next gonna year play though. Huh? I think he's going to beast the fuck out next year, though. Well, I yeah. got to see it, bro. I got to see yeah. I think he's going to beast the fuck out. The sad part about it is if he get two touchdowns, he had a better year than he had last year. That's that. <laughs> That is sad. Damn, if he got oh. 900 yards, he did better than oh. he did last year. No, I don't do think Yeah, but I don't think that's crippling Kenny Galladay. I'm going to just be honest with you. I don't think that's crippling him. I don't think, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that is crippling him. Him, I, he's crippled himself. That's it. His health issues are legendary already, and we took a risk. We lost. Because it was like, everybody was like, we had to get this damn, we got to go to wide receiver, we got to go to wide receiver, so they doubled down and shit, and they had the money to do so. My thing was, uh, it's always like, They 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 do things too early, like Daniel Jones drafted him a year early. Should have drafted Herbert in the following season. And then like with this one and shit. You know what I mean? You uh you go out there and you You uh you go out there and you sign a Kenny Galladay when OBJ is a free agent next year. You know what I'm saying? So Things of those natures, it's like we always like a year ahead. Jumping the gun. Yeah, man. But now we got people in the building that don't gun jump. They gun shoot. They gun clap. You feel me? These dudes don't jump the gun. These dudes scout. 
draft, choose, develop. These dudes don't do none of that. You only jump the gun when you ain't good at what you do. You only jump the gun when your experiences doesn't line up with what you put on the field. These guys' experiences line up with what they put on the field. Ain't no jumping no guns here. These guys walk around with double barrels. Mike Martindale walk around with the shotty body, the AK. You feel me? This is an AK shotty body. That's what he walk around with, the shotty body. Okay. You know what I mean? Shotty nose. You think you big time? You're going to die big time. Yo, he, yo, Rob Ryan walk around with a wavy, long, gray, white. Straight up, bro. Straight up. The long gray. You look like some type of Colt 45 representative. (laughs) What is the long grades, bro? I can't oh, wait to see yeah. that on the sideline, bro. Yo. Like, yo, look at Ryan over there. All right, real quick, let me let on the call to join us, man, dispute with us, man. Somebody finally said, all right, enough of this bullshit, man. I got to call in on this shit. We got Big Dash with us. What's going on? Dash, what's up, baby? What's good, fella? No, it's, it's not a dispute at all. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can, bro. Okay, now, I'm not disputing that. I just said y'all was bugging because I don't think the likelihood of that happening is crazy. A lot of things got to fall into place for, for OBJ to come back. He got to want to come back first. You talking about burning the bridge. DG being gone might, might be enough to, to, for him to even entertain it, but the fans, other people, I don't, I don't know, man. That's just that's just a crazy situation. But um, also, you guys was touching on on pause on Galladay. I want to say for Galladay, I think I think they you know, they, they spent all that time selling them an offense. And not saying that it's justified. They they sold them an offense. You figure you 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 got the idea that you coming in here, you going you, you got you gonna get these numbers, you're gonna get these touchdowns, you you the star wide receiver and nothing happens, you gotta do gotta do something to somebody mentally. Especially somebody you know that was that was said that pipe dream. You can't run the stick routes with a guy that's that's good on one on one deep balls. You know what I mean? So I think the scheme messed him up. Uh, big city and the media might have messed him up, but I, I, I think they kept. He, he really didn't get it that bad. I don't think he wasn't there to get it bad. So um, I think Galladay gets a bounce a bounce back here. If if Dabble can really scheme the way he wants to scheme, and like you said, you got Tony in there, which. Some people mm-hmm. feel funny against against Tony. I think if you look at Tony, Tony's a monster. Just waiting, just waiting to happen. A touchdown, big play, waiting to happen. I'm not gonna call him Odell because he's not Odell, but the man is is Kadarius Tony, and he showed us that too. Because I didn't know where he came from. I didn't watch a lot of Florida games, but I didn't expect the man to have feet like that for sure. I'm gonna let y'all talk. Cash, I'm just gonna add to something. Yeah that you were saying, and, um, you know, you know how I dropped the wisdom with you, my bro. First of all, it's good to hear your voice. So here we go. Let's talk about a player like Kadarius Tony, and how players like the guy over in Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken, is his name McKinnon? No, his name is not McKinnon. What's his name? Why, yo, why can't I think of his name? The wide the wire receiver? Yeah. He's the he's the punt returner and wide receiver. He's the fourth yeah. wide receiver. Actually. 
It, it's something like that. And um, it's crazy too because um, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. McKenzie. And McKenzie. um, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And and I, I, I think I know where you're going because right. the way Dabble schemed, he knew Come that on, you man. know, okay, yeah, you you my fourth, you my fourth wide receiver, but uh, they got a weakness on their defense, and we're going to expose that. And dude had a couple games where he went off. Three touchdowns here, two touchdowns here, punt returns here, and yeah. Emmanuel Sanders went down, and look what he did with Gabriel Davis. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Look, if Cole we can get somebody to scheme like that. Yeah, Cole Beasley had COVID, and look what happened when they doubled Stephon Diggs. They took Stephon Diggs completely out of the game. He knew exactly how to scheme Gabriel Davis against a weaker cornerback and McKenzie against them in the running game, the passing game, and the return game. I just think that we're about to play millennial football finally. And those type of players are necessary in the millennial football scheme of things. Yeah. Now, you you got to have a guy like Tony on the team, man. You need somebody that, that's, a, like, to bring it to NBA terms, the man is a walking bucket. Just get him the ball, man. We couldn't Absolutely. get him the ball. I don't know how we couldn't get him the ball. Like, the easiest thing in the world, get that man the ball. 90 schemes. 1986 yeah. schemes. You don't know how to get a player like that at the ball. First of all, look who he was coming out of Florida. He was the most electrifying player in the country, the most shiftiest guy in the country. His ability, his footwork, his stop and go on a dime, his jump cut, his ability to run routes, and his ability to actually play bigger than his size, pause, is crazy. Yep. you got to know how to scheme that up. And I believe we got the right offensive minds and finally the young offensive minds to get that involved in what we got going on. Yeah. And I, I think one thing is we, we focus a lot on offensive line. And, the, yes, it's very important. I ain't even going to argue that. But it's all about if we – I mean, we can do the whole Eli thing where you get the ball out fast, but it's not even all about that. With Tony, uh, don't do the end arounds because that's so predictable. But those the step back screens uh, out of the bunch, things like that, that's something we can definitely run and not have to worry about the offensive line as much. But hopefully we get the offensive line straight and we ain't got to worry about it at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know, man. Um, you know, of course, these offenses could make um, dudes like Galladay and um, Tony uh, produce way more numbers than they, that they really did. And with Tony, was really um, staying on the field because when he was on the field, like Big Dad said, uh, we seen sparks and and, and and the highlights that we was like, oh my god, like that boy got juke for days. That's the one of the reasons why, I, you know, my little nickname for him is the cat. It's just the way he moves. Like, oh my god, you can't even. It's hard to catch something like that. It's like a fucking yeah, yeah, he, rat. He, he's the real big cat, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the real big cat. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, but as far as Martin though. Like, I'm so ecstatic because guys like Adoree Jackson is going to have a big year. 
what I mean? He's a man-to-man corner. You know what I mean? This goes right into what he does. goes right into what Bradbury does. That's why I kind of, I want him to be back next year, but I, I want that money to be touched. It has to be touched. There's no other, no, no other choice. Either got to be touched or you got to be gone. It's too much, too much money. So, um, you know, uh, Big Cat should have a big year under um, Martindale uh, Aziz. Aziz is going to go off. Yeah. Aziz is going to go that's off. One thing, that's one thing I want to touch on because I know Wink runs at 3-4 uh, just like Graham did. It's just a different style of that. But, I mean, the big question mark is the linebackers, man. I know Blake Martinez is coming back, but he ain't that type of linebacker either to fit that scheme. We need we need the side-to-side. Blake, Blake will get downhill, you know, run support, but we still don't have a side-to-side guy. What y'all think about possibly picking up if, if he wants to and keeping Jalen uh, Smith on just for the side-to-side, even though he ain't he's a shell of himself, he's still better than what we got side-to-side. Oh, I really want that. I really want Jalen Smith to be back next year. I, I think we ha- – I want to be able to see him with the original cash. Not not with the supporting cast that he was with and, and, and coming on and learning in the system and all that stuff. I want him to be fresh from day one with the team. And I don't think he's going to ask for a lot of money. I think it will be very affordable to come and bring back, bring him back alongside with Blake Martinez. Like you just said, Blake Martinez is the downhill. He's the lateral. That is perfect for me. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can still draft one. I, li- I like Nicobe Dean out of Georgia. Um, I like um, what's it, the dude from Alabama, the middle linebacker, east side to side. I think I think they'll be available. You know, second. Well, Nicobe Dean's probably going in the first, but that that backer from Alabama, I think it's Quay Walker. Uh, I ain't 100 percent sure. I might be mixed up, but I think the went there. He definitely gotta. He definitely gotta get some linebackers, and ho- I mean, hopefully he can play with the guys we got here. And like you said, Shakes, uh, I think Aziz should have a, a big year. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of people don't talk about Roche either. I think Roche is better than what people think too. Um, so I would like to see him too. But I'm open. It's, uh, this this should be an, an interesting off season. Uh, I'm curious to see what we do with this cap. I'm curious to see what the draft. So man, this should be exciting, man. So what you want to do with the um with the two first round picks? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do with that, man? All right. So I mean, if you if you tracking the chat, man. Um, at first, um, before the 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 Willis hype and and he rocketed, I was thinking he could possibly be there in the late first, and we could trade down and get him. But if we take quarterback out of the scenario. Um, I'm he- I'm hearing that Thibodeau might be falling, so I can imagine we can we can walk away with the fifth and seventh pick with Thibodeau, and maybe Charles Cross at at the tackle, and I'll be happy. But um, it's it's, it's a lot of options there. At first, I was thinking double lineman. If if somehow, and this is just me being crazy, if somehow Icky is there at five take Icky because he can play guard and tackle and then just double up, and I'm talking crazy, 
and get Charles Cross. So you got Icky at five, Cross at seven, and just you, you pretty much your line is set. You put Icky at guard, Cross at at uh, at tackle, and now you got Thomas. Whoever's going to be the left guard, <laughs> we still need a center, but then that right side is solidified with Icky and Charles Cross. Definitely being crazy if I want to go old line heavy. Dash talking that talk. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Reality, Dash. That's that. You know what? Let me just say this, brother. That's the type of conversation that I fall in love with. No pulse. This conversation, I can say that. Reality. Don't come on here, yo, we could do this and trade back and get down to the wits now and just get, yo, stop. Let's get the things that's in front of us that we need so we don't have to worry about those things at all. The hell with the scenario. Let's get what we need because it's right there. I'm rolling with that, Dash. And then I'm going I'm to ask you, so if if you sit in that five, uh, I don't know how you – I know you mentioned Pickett before. If, if you sit in that five, you got Pickett there. Obviously, Willis should still be there at five. I, I don't think nobody's taking him, in, 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 you know, before that. So you got Pickett, Willis. You got Icky. You got Thibodeau. What are you doing? I'm taking Thibodeau. I'm taking, taking Thibodeau, right? I'm taking, I'm taking Thibodeau. There's no question. There's hands down, not a conversation, because we are right now going to put a cornerstone piece in our franchise, barring health, that's going to be here for the next 10 years. He'll put us back where we need to be. Wink Martindale, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. With this secondary, shit, Thibodeau is quickly snatched up with the noose. No pun or racial intended. He's snatched up. Now, I like that, too, because I I think it was – I was watching something with Daniel Jeremiah, and he was saying that Thibodeau might fall. But we'll see what happens in the combine because he can run a a 4-4-40, and he'll be right back in that in conversation with the top pick. But – um. I think reality is he he could he could actually be there, and then if we take Thibodeau at five, we turn around at seven. You can still have your choice of Icky, possibly Charles Charles Cross. Um, I don't like the idea of the safety keep Hamilton um, for us, um, but it's just a pick of the litter. Hell man. never. We, 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 Hell never. And we, I'm gonna be we, honest with you. <laughs> if you got those demonic attacks, as I like to call them, at the top ten. He is not even an honorable mention. You still got Logan Bomb there. You still got Iquanu, as they call him, Icky. Mm -hmm. You still got Evan Neal. You still got – what? He is not even an honorable mention in this. I think Evan Neal might even go first, though. Listen, however it plays out, I understand it. If Kayvon (laughs) Thibodeau is there at number five, there's not no running to the podium. There's not no nothing. It shouldn't even take, you know how they be like, the New York Giants on the clock. You know how they say that? <laughs> the clock has yeah. been suspended because they don't need any time. That's the first time we should hear that. Yeah. The clock has been turned off. The pick is in. Yeah. Word, what? Jimmy, man. God, do that, man. What? All right, real quick, um, we got James from New York as well with us. What's going on, James? Yeah, what up, everybody? What it do, brother? Uh, well, it's funny that y'all just got hopped right in on the topic because, yo, I'm taking Kyle Hamilton at seven. Um, two things, actually, yo. If, if 
as far as Thibodeau, I might mess around and take Thibodeau one. You know what I'm saying? If you're the first pick, he's in the conversation. But, um, you, yeah, I, no, oh, oh, James, I just, I just have to ask. I want to make sure, you know, I love you, my brother. I just have to ask this. You're taking a safety at five? See, that's okay. Here's the thing. I'm not no, saying I'm just, I'm just, safety. I'm just this dude is. Am I taking a safety? No, no, no. Listen, for one, I said that that's seven. So, okay, so this, this, is what, this is what I'm looking at like this. Y'all, everybody in everybody in Giants Nation, we're going to get our right tackle at five, period, right? Unless Thibodeau is there or it's a trade back. So whether it's Ricardo, whether it's Cross, whether it's Neil, that's a five. Okay, so boom, I got my tackle. So now it's time to get the best player in the draft, whether it's Derek Stingley, Hamilton, whoever, at seven. And that's it. That's how I'm looking at it. And, 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 and the thing about him, yes, when I look at a safety, right, if we're, we're talking about Landon Collins. We're talking about Jamal Adams. We're talking about even Troy Palomaro. We're talking about box safeties in the box. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't even have this conversation. But if we're talking about a free safety that could play all over the field, that could just pretty much change the game, I'm rocking with it. So, yeah, I'm big on Kyle Hamilton. And I, and, I, and I put him, like, to me, I look at him as, like, when Gerald Ramsey came out. People remember, Gerald Ramsey was a, a safety slash corner. So, if he's the best player, he's hey, going to go all the way. Uh, like, let me just jump in real quick. The one thing about Hamilton, I think he plays the same role that McKinney plays right now for us, and that's pretty much a center fielder. So, do you put, do you draft him and put McKinney back where he was when Logan was playing, or you let McKinney ball like he was when Logan was out? That's my deal with Hamilton. I, I, I like I like I'm not gonna say he, he he's not a bad player he's actually very good he got knee issues but I'm I'm saying McKinney right now we we saw when Logan left <laughs> McKinney was able to slide in that spot and and the rest was history for him the boy exploded can I can, I, can I just jump in real quick I love you James again but I root from Kyle Hamilton on the sidelines. From another team, I'm good. Yeah, the man is Listen, I'm I'm good with him having success somewhere else and becoming a super all pro platinum uranium safety. I'm good with that. Yo, he's a beast. I, I want to talk about that. But putting together the pieces with Thibodeau and Evan Neal possibly or Lindenbaum. Right see, see, hold on, hold on. Let's not, let's not change what I'm saying. Hold on, let's be clear. I, let me be just 100,000 percent clear. At five, I'm taking a tackle, right? Unless Kevin right. is there or Evan, uh, you know what I'm saying? No, if Kevin Hutchinson, I'll take them. So you got to take. So you got your tackle already, see? And then at seven, where you go? I'm not taking Lindebaum, a 280, 290 pound center, at at seven. You know what I'm saying? I didn't say my Giants. I'm tired of these small dudes. Get some big dudes. Close. All that, man. Because our team right now, we get big. And here's the thing about the Ravens. The Ravens, they got a lot of big, fast dudes on that team. And as far as the defense, when y'all was talking about Blake Martinez and Jerry Smith, the two things, the one thing that those guys have not are very fast. And when I think about the Ravens, I think about fast players. So I, I don't know. I'm not. I, 
I, I kind of look at that Matt Jackson me like, mm, I'm not going to be here when it comes to Blake and Jalen Smith because, uh, you know, Shane already told y'all he's trying to get 40 million off the hook. And he's going to take that money and get, you know, it's good. Here's the thing. What happens if you have a center in fantasy and we get a guard in fantasy? It's, it's likely. So it's something yeah, no, right. I, I hear you, Jay. But I'm not going to just be out like that. You know how you be like, yo, E, let's be out. I'm going to be like, oh, on. let me get one more drink. I'm a, you know what I mean? Like, I'm keeping it with you. I'm with the I'm going to ask James a question. He is with it. Hey, James. What up, what up? In, in, in your opinion, because we're talking top ten picks for as a safety, if I'm thinking top ten pick or if I'm thinking top five pick, Five, you know, five to seven is is Hamilton Ed Reed. If he ain't Ed Reed, yeah. right. I, I I don't know, man. Because I, I like really, I said, really, I think. Okay. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, mean, I don't listen. Come on, we know. No, he ain't Ed Reed. He Jay Reed. What if what if? I don't know. I think he's Jalen Ramsey, and I don't think he's Jalen Ramsey corner, but if you watch Jalen Ramsey, he plays safety at corner. He didn't, he didn't get on like, so I don't know, man. I just think it's if he was if he was 5'11", 4'5", and just straight, you know, Landon Collins, Jamal Adams, I wouldn't advocate for this dude. I think this guy yeah, is you know, you know, you know the same dude everything. who sold us Kenny Galladay, right? I just want to bring Listen, that up. man. Listen, man. Yeah, Kenny Galladay is dead to me, bro. <laughs> I don't even know if he's going on a team no more. Yeah, I, did, I, did, but, uh, I mean, Galladay ain't worth that money. I don't mind him on the team, but that, that it's the market, though. Right. Yeah, got it, though. Man, uh, he got to stand, though. He got to stand, and he's dead to me. He, he, like, this, uh, this man is just out here. He was like, yo, my job is on the line. I was like, what you need? 72 million here. You know right. We got guys. And that's why he going. Feel me? Yeah. yeah. That's it's why you going. Messing with the guys. money. Like, Reese and Gentleman did the same exact shit on the last leg. I don't know how I order to let somebody do that. Like, yeah, you know you might possibly fire this dude. He out here. Reese yeah. Shepard. He out here. He's wild out. Yeah, he was wild. I think um, the same person that, that taught the cat as far as who was told to tear up the cap is going to have to fix it, and that's Abrams. But um, going back to, to early in the conversation, mm-hmm. I, and I didn't notice, we we got Rob Ryan on the, on the staff? I heard it. Sir, sure, we got Rob Ryan on the staff. Yeah, we got Rob Ryan and Brian Cox on the staff. Yeah. Wow. That's what's up. Well, you know, here's the thing. You know what? At least we know if there was ever a coach's fight, I got I got another question then. As, as far as we getting all these coaches, right? Do you think it's more about Dables selling them? Or you think it's more about okay, we got the Giants franchise? They've been in a rut for so long, and if we can be a part of the staff to bring back that brand, you think that's what sold them, mm-hmm. or you just think it's it's Dable? I, I think it's I, I, think, I think it's like you said, like, out of relationships. Yeah, yeah. So, so. It's a, relationships. 
Yeah, I think Wink got he, my bad, but Wink got a pass with um with uh Ryan. the ball from New England and all okay. that. Mm-hmm. And um and then well Wink brings in his people, which he has spent some time with Brian. Well, he, I don't remember where he coached with Cox at, but um, he coached with Brian Cox. He coached with um, Ryan. They, those are his guys. He bought in. That's Wayne's guy. Who's Brian coaching? What, what I'm not sure exactly that they're going to ha- have he, him coach. He may just be assistant. Yeah, he's assistant. Yeah. Because you said but, you know, we also got Brian. You said Brian Cox? Who did yeah, you say? Yeah, Brian Cox, yeah. Yep. And he's definitely a linebacker coach on the team. He should be, right? Well, yeah. no, I think, you know, listen, hold up. I think he's more than just Atlanta, when they went to the Super Bowl, I think he was the linebacker's coach there. I'm not sure, but I think he was. These coaches got options, man. And I don't think it's just the – I think – I think this is what I think. I think they see something doing. Somehow, some way, like, they, you know, the, the NFL, these people talk. They say, well, this is something might be going on here. We might got to, like you said originally, Jack, 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 like, yeah, we can, we turn this thing around, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be solidified in the NFL culture. So it's like, yeah, I know dudes got, like, let's say there's a girl. Wait, I'm sure he's got a lot of, lot of relationships. You're going to come to the Giants, you're going to just trash for however long and it's looking bleak. Yep. Unless there's something, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, they got a little, really long time. Maybe people don't know about it. You know, we got a little, because we got the, we got the all-star offseason so far. The top uh, offensive coach, the top defensive coach, pretty much the top general manager, in addition to, like, these all people that we wanted. So it's like, yo, hey, it might be so good in a year or two. You know, no sleep on the game. I hope you're right, man. That would, that would be the best thing ever. Yeah, man, I mean, I just, I just look at it like, you know, it's, it's especially like, you know, Shane, David, even you know, David, Wait, You think is the top, like, I couldn't believe, let's think about years past. We were over here hiring Betcher. We hired, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is crazy. Like, that we, like, I couldn't even fathom getting the top defensive coordinator. Because, you know, the, the list is like Tim, Wilkes, Sandro. Like, you know, I think we're going to get the linebacker coach from, uh, what are, what are any trash team in the league that we've been doing? And they got the defensive coordinator from the Ravens and the offensive coordinator from the Bills. It's like, wow, like, damn, hopefully. And you know, one thing I think it might be, I think the Giants is like that, man. They're giving them guys. They're probably paying these guys. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they write blank checks for sure. Exactly. That's a fact. Like, I, I, I ain't got to worry about yeah. that with that. I mean, as far as the they money and all that, I worry about that. Now, as far as the reputation, that's a whole different story. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, with uh, the bowl, Wink Martindale, like, their offenses, when you look at it, of course, I mean, you look at the resume and you say, well, how long was he coaching there, blah, 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 all that shit. You look at all that. But when you really look at the stats of it, though, like, when you look at the stats, okay, even if you go, all right, well, what they did last year. I right, well, yeah, the year before that. These dudes is in the top ten, top fives of their um, mm-hmm. statistical categories. Top three offenses, top 
three defenses. Like, you're like, what the fuck? Please bring that over here. Please bring that luck that you had over there to here. I need that. I don't care if it's luck or skill. I don't give a fuck what it is. I want it here. And also, it's kind of the way they went to becoming top ten defenses. Like, that, that matters, too, because, yo, we've been dying. We're like, yo, be aggressive. Play some men. Like, at the end of the game, yo, Philly, Jason, no, listen, they is out here blitzing, dude. Zero blitz. Like, it's third, like, we're coming for you, and we're pushing them off, and that's more of the defense that I wanted to see. You know, I like, I mean, I think Graham is okay, but when it, when it comes down to it, like, you, you don't want to play for him stopping nobody. You got to move, you got to move his room, they're coming out, they're coming out blitzing. That's what I want to see. That's, that's giant football, getting to the quarterback. Now, you're right, because uh, I, I think, man, if you figure you got teams basically looking for us on the calendar, circling us as a win, and that shit makes me stick, bro. Like, we and we there. We 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 that team that they they circle and it's like yo, that's the get right game. Like you, we was a get right game for Kansas City. We was a get right game for Miami. We was a get right game uh, a few times this season, man. And it's like yo, we we fallen so far. That's why I think, like I said, if you if you could take, if you could make blue big blue again, I'm all for it, man. Whatever whatever we got to do. Um, and like I said, it all starts once the off season starts, and and once we find out who they're cutting and who you know who they're restructuring, that's when we can start to really get excited and and, and think about those moves. I can't wait for free agency. I can't wait to see what happens. I know we we got no money. Understandable. We you know they they gonna they gonna cut people to make room. We, I'm curious to see how far we can get back under the under the um the cap, and then see what we spend this money on. Because right now he can say what he wants. But it's all about walking that shit in, in March. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm excited as hell, man. More, you know, I was, I got fooled by Joe Judge. Mm-hmm. Well, I was excited at the beginning of, of this season, and that shit, that shit <laughs> fell fast. But um, I got some excitement again. I, you know, and and it's crazy too because I, I was a Flores guy. I wanted Flores in here. Now that we got, you know, Dave, I'm sitting here, like, you know, I'm looking at it from, you know, from a different angle. And I'm like, okay, so now we got we got Dave, but we got somebody that can that can scheme. He picked up Casca. They can scheme together, but he's also gonna be hands off and let Casca do his thing. And I appreciate that because now you got a guy that can that can coach the whole team. He can he can he can dabble him into the offense, he let Wink do his thing, and then, you know, let's let's see what happens on the field. But I think I think the players uh, um I, I definitely think the defense would be uh, uh, be a, a a faster start. Because you're gonna be blitzing and stuff like that. Hopefully, if if he sticks mm-hmm. to what he was doing before, he's gonna be blitzing. And then I think that that open up because I, I I hated the shell uh, defense that that Graham would run, the Ben would don't break. I like it. I, I want to see somebody get some sacks, man. And and I think with with Graham, with his scheme, even our edges they weren't they were they were not blitz the quarterback first. They were contained to blitz. And by that yeah. time, the quarterback mm-hmm. already threw the damn ball. So. So man, I'm just excited to see some pressure, and it, and if you look at the Giants, like I said, history-wise, you got names like Taylor, Banks, Carson, and you and if you look up highlights, what are they doing? Killing quarterbacks. We need to get back to killing quarterbacks. That's it. 
Yeah, when you go back to the straight hand tucks and OCs, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. Giants football, man. Beating the fuck out of these quarterbacks and taking them out, yeah. man. Like, we, we had a, remember, what was that? I forget what team, I mean, what, what team we played back in the day. OC had like six sacks. I think it was the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. But, but even but mm-hmm. even then, it even then, the it was a rotation. It was Winston it Justice. Right? Yeah, Winston Justice. Oh, that, that's that's that yeah. Wasn't OC the third rounder? Right? Yeah, he, 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 he might have been a fourth rounder. He was a second rounder. Okay. He played he played at um Troy. He was one of the small Alabama schools we went to. Troy. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, but we yeah. we 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 didn't even know what it's like to hit on a third or fourth round. I don't remember the last time. We didn't do that. We need to get back to that. Because that's how you really make this team. Because like, even right now, this draft coming up, we talk about the first pick, second pick, right? If you can somehow, like a normal good team, hit on those third and fourth round picks, that's when your team gets flipped around. When you yeah. find that uh, the Warner kid out of um, in the 49ers in the third round, that's when you're like, oh, shit, my team is great. You know, so they got to get back to that, man. That's Shane's job, man. He's got to make it happen. I, I, I believe in him. It seems a reason not to. I, I think this kid, from what I understand, is a, he's a scout. He's a young scout. So I think he's out here doing his, his homework. He cannot fuck this up. You know what I'm saying? I think he knows that. Now, I agree. And then speak, speaking of third-round picks, um, and y'all spoke on Lorenzo Carter earlier. I, I was always a fan of Lorenzo Carter. Up until you know, even even those years he got hurt because he was you know he started to cook. This year I had me so mad, and then I got even more mad at the end of the year. The last five mm-hmm. games he decided to, to to do some amazing shit, and I'm like, where was this for the for the three years he was here already? So now we stuck in this position. And you said, let's see if 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 Carter can do a, a proven deal. I hope I hope we can get something like that done, and I think if if we can get something like that done. It doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, yeah, even if I mean, we, I mean, even I mean, if we great. Yeah, I might be wrong, but I don't know. I think he got a little market on the open market. Like, I think he he might. He's gonna have some interest. He might. Somebody gonna throw him some money because because the, the the plays that he did make was some amazing plays. Like even that first Dallas game, the tip ball interception. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's. I mean, not a lot of people can do that. To just to be honest, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that can bat the ball, mm-hmm. but not not a lot of people that can bat and still track it and, and intercept it. So he has some quality, oh. just consistency. Yeah. And and this team has been honestly, we all they all salmon bones, man. Going back to that term, yeah. we can't stay healthy. All that they got to say though is, listen, this is a, this is the time to have the Achilles injury. This is when he came back from it, and this is what he's looked like. You know, so that's the way he could. He could spin it. But at the end of the day with, with Joe, like, I like Joe. I really do. And I, and I thought he was coming out before the injury and after injury. But at the end of the day, I mean, he's another player. I, I'm sure everybody would agree. Like, when I say he won't, you're not going to leave the receiver for his time. You know, just because you guys are saving. Now, if Shane's in there, I, I don't know if he's still under contract, but maybe the new, you know, staff will like him. Yeah, so I think there's other ways to throw around him. Both of them. You know? I think he's but, um, up, I'm just telling me that he gonna walk Lorenzo Carter, and it's gonna be another Devon Kennard type of situation where we're gonna be looking at him making sacks on another team, and we're like, damn, 
It was that for us. Yeah, that, I, I can see that for sure happening. Well, but well, maybe the next is that if he turns into a pro bowler, because he's looking like last four games, he's looking like a pro bowler. He's the vast for that. It's like, like, damn, right. But if he turns into, uh, you know, it's the kid named Hassan Reddick, like, yo, you're a superstar? Yeah. No, she was like, you're a star? That's what I'm going with the front. I mean, he definitely has the capability to do that. But one thing I will say is that if if he walks, but I mean, I mean that's one thing. But if we can get that production from from Roche, I'm not as mad. Mm-hmm. I'm not as mad because Ro- Roche was they had him ten for like the, the second third round and some mock. He ended up getting drafted in like the sixth round. I I can't remember, but he got lost in that rotation in Pittsburgh. And I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh wish they had him now because they, they went and picked up Melvin Ingram and dropped him too. So um, I'm, I'm happy with the Quincy Roche pickup. And then, like I said, it, and, it, and it doesn't even really matter who starts to me. Well, I ain't gonna, let me take that back. It does matter who starts for me, but it's about that rotation too, man. So if, if we can get uh, Ojolari in there doing his thing, uh, if we can get Roche in there doing his thing, I don't know what happened to um, Zimenez. He fell off the damn planet. But um yeah, if we can yeah, get some rotational yeah, guys in there, we get um I mean we can have, make something happen because you figure like he and what Shake says when we had Strayham and o, and Osi, you forget you had a guy like what was his name, Tollison, Toffelson getting getting sacks too, mm-hmm. coming in for rotation for spells. And so I mean Tyler. I'm not mad at, at Yeah, Tyler. yeah. Yeah, he he used to he used to do work. He used to have his little celebrations and everything. And you and like and he was only getting maybe ten to fifteen snaps a game, but he made them count. So if we can get that type of rotation and some quality. I'm not mad at, at I'm not mad at any of that. But I, I think, like I said, I think Roche put uh, between Roche and, and Ojolari, the best thing to happen to them is, is Wink Martindale coming here and 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 becoming an, an aggressive defense. Because I don't want to see Ojolari in uh, covering the flat in pass coverage. I don't want to see Roche covering the flat and pass coverage. Lorenzo Carter, maybe. But I want to see those two guys. Who the hell is rushing the quarterback if, if, if they're in the flat? I don't need them in the flat. Give me my fast uh, linebacker that can cover those flats. Cover cover the, the A-gap to the flat. Let our linebackers do that. And let our damn edge rushers get to the quarterback. That should have helped them. That will help Big Cat make some plays. Um, I hope we can get the best out of, out of Dex because a lot of people uh, – um, a down on Dexter, but I think if if Dexter can get into the groove, the better he plays. I think the better the whole line plays, even more than I think uh, uh, Leonard plays the factor. Put him at the nose tackle for God's sake. Absolutely, that's where I, that's where no, I put him on Madden at the nose. I do it automatically. Immediately, I do it, bro. You got to go there. Yeah. He's six three, three forty with with with, and he can dance. Put him at the nose. Get him. Get a center fit. Get a center guard fit. He can do that. And then and then he's tall enough to get his hands up. One thing is, we could do all that, and it's great, and everybody be happy. And I think that's gonna be. I think the defense is gonna be straight. Like I don't have any more. I mean, depending on who they come, let me take that. But the thing is, we could do all that, and if this always fits for a fifteen a game now. We're still going to be in the same problem again. We're still going to be in the top of the draft next year. So, I mean, we don't know which way they're going to go, but from what Shane said, he said, you know, obviously offensive lines are fine. So, 
At the end of the day, we got to replace a right tackle, right guard, and a center, and maybe even a left guard. So I think when it comes down to it, Bradbury is not going to be in this team because of how much we save Shepard, probably the Martinez, because of how much we save and what we're getting back production-wise from these players. So what they could do, so we, so we talk about the defense, we got to talk about the defense, minus Bradbury, minus Martinez, and minus um, – um, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, could, I, I, I guess Leo is not is not cuttable, but what they might need to do is take that money and try to find some guards, a center, and we, you know, have this have this line ready to rock, even before the draft, if it's possible, or have one position to fill in the draft, if it's possible. You know, defense will cook. You know, I mean, like like you said, we got some we got some nice young pieces, man, especially that that Quincy Rocher. Pick up, man. You got him like you know, three. Um, but you know, I just I'm just fearful. Like you know, I don't want to go into season next year and we looking like damn, like fifteen to sixteen games. You know, we we can't score. You know, we know the we know the main issue at him, the the, the elephant in the room is the quarterback situation. But from what I see, I think we're running back the same quarterback, and that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, I do think we we got some pieces in here, especially on defense. That um, with with Martindale aggressive style, they they should flourish. Again, I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't really a knocker of Pat Graham. Um, kind of like the dude Money Bag Yo. I didn't think he was that bad, but <laughs> I didn't think he was aggressive enough for me. Like I I, I want. I want the aggressive guy like um my idols growing up was Monty Kiffin. Um uh Jim Johnson from the uh from the Eagles. And those guys blitz fucking happy, like that's like seventy seventy percent blitz. And I'm like, Oh man, that like I remember you knew if it was like a third and long against Philly, oh you know they coming. They all coming. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Nothing. And that's what type of style of defense we need to get back to. We need to have an aggressive style. The bender don't break. All right. You know what I mean? Last year, I wasn't down on it. But this aggressive shit is exactly what the doctor ordered. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this is what we needed, and it's just it's been so many games where we're because the thing about the bender don't break. It's like it's slavery. It's like any day, it's like you just giving up points. Like, and here's the thing about it. Like, okay, it's straight like this. Let's say you're playing uh, Jail Hurts, right? Oh, it's cool. But you play like a Stafford or you know, like they 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 gonna you can't beat those dudes like that. You know what I'm saying? They gonna eventually figure it out. Dinky and Dunky and score. So I think, again, I, sometimes when I think about Graham, I think he is sometimes too smart for his own good. I think he is more about outsmarting the offensive uh, quarter coach and quarterback rather than let's go out and win the game. Let's go out and beat these dudes. Like, you know what I mean? He, like, you, like you said, like you have, he'll have linemen dropping in coverage. You know, like, at the end of the day, man, like, if he's got any type of – that's why if you look at our – 
record and who he's going against. If we play a weak quarterback, yeah, we're going to have a lot of success. We'll be all right. When we play a good team like we have to get, we have to get charges, they drop in stadiums. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that, that ain't going to really that, – all that scheming and all that – listen, man, it's football, man. To win on defense, you have to get after the quarterback and you got to cover. Stop the run, get after the quarterback. And from what I understand, watching the Ravens and looking at the statistics, the one thing that they do out of anything is stop the run, no matter what. Like, I think that Wink is on it like, you know, I don't care what you do. I don't care if, we, if they score 50 points, we're going to stop the run because if you look at the rush totals, you know, last year for the Ravens, I mean, it's crazy. Like, they were shutting people down. And, you know, uh, years passed too. So Only a, I think, an eight rush per game mm-hmm. or something, an eighth in the league in rush defense. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and, and, they, and they had a weak like, – I should say a weak defense, but they didn't have – the Ravens defense. And then here's the last thing. This is one thing I, I want to talk about too, which is crazy that I think about it. It's so awful. You know, you know the last time you could start a Giants defense in fantasy football? Like, even when they're good, like the 2020, uh, 20, 2020, 2020, last year, you really wasn't starting a Giants defense because we were not creating a lot of turnovers. We weren't getting a lot of defensive touchdowns. We weren't getting a lot of special teams touchdowns. When you go to fantasy football for I don't know how many years, you always see the Ravens top five. When you do, when you you know at the end of your draft, uh, a defense, you always see the Ravens as one of them top teams because yep. they're, they're forcing turnovers, they're making plays. Even if they're not good at defense, you know they're gonna be aggressive. They're gonna get sacks. They're gonna give an opportunity to flip the field, and that's what you need. So like, I'm excited, super excited about this defense acquisition though by waking that week. Yeah, me too. That's that's just the thing I'm looking at, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too, man. That that's Mm -hmm. ecstatic, man. I'm I'm ecstatic about that one. When I heard, I was like, you know, again, I'm gonna say this. Um, even though he was my favorite, I still had guys like Schwartz that I definitely wouldn't have mind. I would have loved that deal. Um, bringing in the Swartz, uh, Mike Zimmer, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was another one that I was like, shit, you know what I'm saying? And then the um, the other one for me was um, Vic Fangio. So yeah. out of those four, you know what I'm saying? Like, I-, I couldn't go wrong. And I actually got the the favorite of mine, so I'm great, man. I'm awesome. Yeah, you normally hoping to get somebody they go a whole different direction. I mean, they go completely left. And this actually, I feel like the Giants are trying to write this shit, man. Like, they, they're trying to do things that just make sense and are good, you know, good decisions. I mean, they, they really are. So, at the end of the day, I'm sure eventually when the cuts start coming, I can't say the cuts start coming, when the draft starts coming, they're going to start making some moves because, you know, that we might not be <laughs> so happy with, but we got to trust the process. I mean, you know, we've been losing so long. It's like Shane might have a vision that we may not agree with, but the main thing you got to trust this man to do what he got to do what we need to get back on track. Because here's the thing about the Giants, man. Like, we're in a situation right now, we're at a crossroads right now, where we could go from being the Giants of old to the Giants of new. You got these top picks. You got a, you got a new regime, so forth. 
you got not only be able to talk pitch, you got some elite talent to talk pitch too. You know what I mean? Like so, at any day, like if that if that if that if that draft for Kayvon Akeem, Kayvon Clark, you know I, my man Hamilton. I mean, this team is gonna look completely different because right now they got a bunch of they have a, I have a good amount of good players, right? They have some good players, but they don't have superstars. And I think if you look at the two day right now, these teams. Both of them have superstars. They have 90 players in Madden, and we need to get a couple of those. And you don't really need that many. You need about at least per two, you know, per side of the ball, two, I'll say two superstars each side of the ball, then you should be able to rock roll. You got your O-line intact, your D-line intact, and you got that star. And most probably obviously the quarterback matters, but, you know, that's how we go right now. But if this man makes the right move, which I believe he will, um, Giants football is going to be a whole different ball game come next season and years prior and years uh, beyond. Totally agree. Totally agree. Where Ada chose one from the Bronx at? Where you at, bro? Where you go to? He like to go and be a fan sometimes. <laughs> He just like to listen sometimes. Like, dang, they talk some good yeah, shit. You pop up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, take that draft. So that's what I'm saying. When you going to do your, well, I used to earlier, you're going to do your draft recap of all the players, like your top 10. You know, do that. Because the only see these top 10 running backs, because uh, that's another new shit, man. So we were running back. We were Always. Like what? Um, I start around like, um, Combine and shit, then I get the 40 yeah, times. Yeah, that's pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, though. You can really sit down and, like, okay, this is, you know, let's get these late round picks. Because that's what you need. I mean, we need a, <laughs> it's wild because we need a whole, to me, a whole new linebacker, like, set. Like, with this, you, and you get a Ravens highlight? <laughs> like, it's, like, I think, obviously, I'm sure, we, I don't know if anybody else, I was a Ravens highlight fan. All the, all the linebackers making plays. They got the linebackers out the flat. Linebackers running with wide receivers, and they picking it off. Running it. I'm like, damn, I don't, I don't remember the last time I could even think about a linebacker uh, doing all that. Man, with what he's asking them to do. So, because, you know, he's going to cover one, and basically, good luck. Get to the quarterback or do what you got to do. And they was making the plays, though, man. You know? Hey, James. Yeah. Like you just made a point. N- name the last backer. Just, just, just for shit and giggles. Mm-hmm. Name the last one. They make, they make plays up down, down the field. Like, oh, man, I don't think I could. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would. Only time you, you I think they try to put men in Atlanta Collins. Yeah, it's, 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 it's nice. So we gonna. Well, the crazy thing. Yeah. The crazy thing about that is. If I just start running off of the names of other teams, you can name me a linebacker that recently that that's doing that. That's 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 yeah, the crazy that's thing to me. Yeah. We we can name the other thirty one teams, and we could probably name that linebacker on their team. Yeah, yeah. Even if you look, even if you look at the Jets, you can say you can say Mosley. Even if you look at the Jets, you got Mosley. You know, you can name yeah. some some bum teams. If you go to Jacksonville. 
They got they got what's his name? Uh, Jack. Josh Allen. Yeah. Miles Jack and Josh Allen. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? All these yeah. other, all these other teams got linebackers. We like I, I don't know what happened. What the what? I mean, we know that Reese went edge crazy. Yeah. The sense of being crazy, and we, we we became an edge team. But like, why why can't we get those linebackers? And I think that I think if if Wink gets his way, we we, we might get one of those linebackers. Blake Martinez oh, is okay. You don't get his way. All in play. It's just like, as long as you get your tackle at five, at seven, you can go linebacker. And nobody's going to be mad. At least nobody should be mad. And let me, t- and let me tell you about Wink going to get right. his way. Wink going to get his way because of the regime. Wink going to get his way because we have upgraded in actually age. Wink going to get his way because it's important. Because they're trying to do something special in New York City. And think about it. This could solidify everybody's career right here if they bring a championship to New York with this special group of guys who are already proven, young enough to get it done, and have command of the team the way that they are. Remember, each of these guys already got the respect around the league of players and command. That's what we missed in the Mm -hmm. building. Not just a head coach. Bark, but we're talking about a complete staff that's on, to- on board with each other when it comes to all decisions being made for the team moving forward. We didn't have that well yeah. communicating, circling, you know what I mean, moving parts. We didn't have that well oil machine. This is a machine, bro, that they create, and you got to look at who they brought in. Successful, young, smart, respected players, coaches by players, and that know what's going on. I'm never going to argue with a Brian Cox if I'm a Wink Martindale. I'm never going to argue with a Rob Ryan if I'm a Brian Cox. I'm never going to argue with a Dable if I'm Shane. So they all yeah, find themselves with each other in communication. Not only that, if you're a player, you're probably not going to I need a, a, I need a post flex bomb drop to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 they didn't respect Joe Judge. And Joe Judge, I mean, remember, he was, you know, they had guys retiring. Like, how you got veteran linemen retiring? You fired the coach, and the coach is probably, um, the, um, the line coach, the coach is probably like, how the fuck is Joe Judge going to come into my meeting and tell me how to coach the old line? I'm the old line coach. I've been coaching this shit my whole life. You know what I'm saying? And then, if you remember, too, Andrew Thomas, yo, we were looking at him like, he didn't know what's going on. Because Joe Judge over here, Overstepping his body. We just do head coach shit. And now we got a team in place that they know they is. Yeah, Gardner is not coming out like you just said. He's not coming out late like, hey, you need to do this on defense. I'm like, oh, bro. I, I got this. And I think that's going to be important. That's a very good point. We're like, yeah, man, these dudes are respected, man. We have no respect in like the last five, six years for the team with a head coaching position. And offensive coordinator position. I mean, I'm going to say something I don't think anybody spoke about, right? Check this out. When you read it. We also got LRP with our stuff. What's going on? You can have the floor right after this. Peace, King. Think about it like this, right, gentlemen? We got Wink Martindale. When you look at his numbers, he's been what in the league in the last four years? Top 10, top five dead or alive. We got Mm -hmm. Dable. Insane. What has the Buffalo's Bills deep offense been in the top 
And where have they been ranked at in the last four years? Middle of the pack somewhere, right? Who knows? Because nobody thinks about these numbers. So you bring... No, bro, I I spoke about it earlier. The Buffalo Bills has been a top five offense in the last three years. Okay, so think about it. You got the top five offensive scheme in the league with the guys who actually made it happen, right? Gives you hope. Then you got the top five defensive guys in the league. Gives you hope. When you have those numbers, there's a certain amount of words you can't say in the meeting. Like, this is how I feel. That doesn't come out of nobody's mouth in the meeting. Or you get thrown out of there. You understand? The moment you think you're going to step up and talk in a meeting like that, you get, to, you get to be seen who you are. And what I mean by that is the respect is inevitable when they step into the room. And players need that, and we haven't had that. And I'm telling you that changes the complexion, that changes the locker room, that changes the psyche, but yet it makes us happy because we're moving into actual millennial football once again. LRP, the floor is yours. I love you. Peace, King. Good day in your voice. What are you at, LRP? I'm trying to get his audio right. Oh, why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. Give me a, you know what I mean? Minute. No, you good. Yeah, yeah I mean, why are you doing that? Like, yes, like, that's exactly what I spoke on earlier. You you sit in there and you you take an offense like the Buffalo Bills, which was ranked top five in offense. I think it was three, to be honest with you. And and you go and you take a guy and Don Wayne um, Martindale, Don Wayne Martindale, who in his tenure, his four year tenure, was what second, third. And second, until this following seat, well, this last season, where he went through a lot of injuries and lost a lot of people through the free agency and everything, which still was not a bad defense. Um, I believe it was 19th. And we had worse defenses than that. So on a bad mm-hmm. day, on a bad year, this motherfucker still 19th. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Come on. Man. You know what I mean? Like, this, this, is, this is great. Just like he said, we're getting into millennial football. And it's something that I kind of fought a lot because I always felt like, look, man, you can do all that pretty shit and all that fluff shit. All that shit in the world is cute. At the end of the day, you got to be able to have defense, run the ball. That's what's going to win. When you get in the playoffs, mm-hmm. that is what is going to win. All that offense mm-hmm. and high power shit, that's cute. That's all sweet. It's good for the all, uh, regular season to me. Once you get in that postseason, you got to be gutted, grimy. That's and that's why I'm so huge on this Martindale shit, though. Because that, that's the gutter and the grimy that I want. Martin They, they want to throw the ball 40 times a day. Not only did Dell, just one thing, I don't know if people know this. Dell did 
as far as he's up there, he wants to throw the ball 40 times a game and not run the ball. <laughs> so, like, what you're saying is might be a little bit off from what we might do in this experience. Now, the thing is, he obviously didn't have a game of last Buffalo, that's like, they didn't have a top running back in his tenure. They didn't run the rock. So, I, I No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I read this off last week or whenever we hired the bull, right? Which is so crazy because I, I would, you would look at that team, right? And what you just said, like, mm-hmm. they don't run the ball, right? Mm-hmm. They were ranked higher rushing offense than they was passing. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's a reason up. for that, see? Look it up. No, there's a yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I know what I know what the Allen factor. I know, I get it. I get it. Allen, Allen is a huge yeah. part of that. You know what I'm saying? He is. He's yeah. a huge part of that. But still, the fact that he still runs the ball, and he runs the ball at a high rate, success rate, that was what sued my soul. Because yes, I was like, oh, here yeah, we go. Yeah, just, you know what I mean? Just high-power offense. Shit. We ain't got the quarterback for that shit. Hold on, hold on. Before before we before we start dogging the quarterback, because I'm not going to get into that. I'm just going to stick with you, Shakes, on what you said about running the offense. Right. Also understand that Shane does what Dave Gettleman lied about. He gets those hog mollies. Please understand that he gets nasty, angry. Dude, incognito, Dawkins, he gets nasty dudes, bro. He gets nasty offensive linemen. When you you look at Buffalo's linemen, you be like, damn, these dudes are all 6'6", 6'4", 330. That's what you mean, man. You look at Nick Gates, uh, Lemieux. Right. Right. And James, he gets gets dudes dudes with attitudes. Remember, nobody yeah. wanted Rich, Richie Incognito because of the fact that he was spitting in people's face and slurring racial slurs yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Come up yeah. over to Orchard Park, get your mind right, hang around some Negroes and act yeah. correct. Yeah. It's football, though. I don't care how you – I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, we don't need these quiet boys. That's why I, like, I was really surprised they're bringing in Rob Ryan because, you know, he, you know, he, you know his hair, his, he, you know, he's Rob Ryan. So I'm like, maybe they might be telling me. We don't need to have – a guy like you know, we we years past we never took a guy like Richie Incognito. So maybe going for it's football, man. If can the guy play? If he's lazy not out there getting arrested, you know, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Bring him in. No, you good, but uh, LRP wanted to go in and say something. I know he was uh, mm-hmm. cheering on Wink. Uh, he had his little uh Slogan going on for him, so go ahead, LP. You got it. Big wink, don't blink. Sally, peace, peace, kings. What's going on, everybody? How's my audio? Is right? Sounded yeah, good, brother. Like my rapper's my rapper favorite rapper. Word, word, peace. What's up with everybody, man? I just um, made it in the final, in the clutch. But just hearing what y'all was talking about, the coaching staff coming together. And I have no problems. You understand? No problems. They finally picked somebody I actually wanted on the list, bro. Like, first on the list, too. I wanted them as the head coach, but that was, you know, before when, you know, whatever. But he was still on the list. And for them to pick him, man, I was like, yeah, things are finally 
starting to look up. <laughs> and then you bring in Rob Ryan too, and um Brian Cox, bro. You got the you got extreme professionals, bro, who have been dope in their craft for years at three levels already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what role Rob Ryan is going to be or Brian Cox, but it was already alluded to, linebacker um, coach or anywhere in that vicinity. But Rob Ryan, I'm assuming maybe defensive line, you know, who who knows, or just assistant. But <laughs> I don't care what he do, shit, you know, man. I don't care what his damn title is. I man, think he was a linebacker coach here. for the Ravens last year, I think. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, either, either way. Whatever. And then you got OG Bobby Johnson with the O-line coach and uh, Gafka, which is already, I think, the brainchild of the enemy and, um, and Reed running the ball. The, as far as that conversation with running the ball at Buffalo, Singletary did his thing last year. He took a step back this year, granted, due to injuries. But half of the reason why people picked him up in fantasy was because he wasn't he wasn't messing around last year. Um, and they ran the ball quite well with him. And Brito, you know, he didn't really live up to, you know, but either way, they did run the ball. And Singletary, other than this year, was, was a thing over there. So I'm, I'm happy with the collection of minds that he's putting together. I can't, I can't front. Super excited about all of these selections. And um, they can pick up a DB coach, wide receiver coach. And um, those guys can be no names as far as I'm concerned right about now. But I'm sure it's not going to stop there. But um, I'm pretty sure they're going to get some other oh, good guys. I like, but... I like the staff. I like it. Um, definitely want to see how it turns out. Um, and um, said, Mr. Like, Quinn, real quick, this is the last thing. Mr. Yeah, Quinn, these be the journey. Unlike Saks and fucking Power, you <laughs> you have been cut from the motherfucking show. You know what I'm saying? After years of surviving, you know, so you uh, you Andre now, resting in peace. You know, not literally, but figuratively. And uh, yeah, man is actually said, "Oh, we're not gonna make any changes, but we're gonna make some changes." And I do love that. So, peace be the journey, Mr. Tom Quinn, aka Andre from Power. I wish Sax would get the fuck up out of there, but maybe next season. Who sacks Abrams? <laughs> yeah, probably. Abrams. Yeah. Abrams is a sack. Abrams. I fucking live another goddamn season. He really did, y'all. Abrams crept up in that motherfucker. Like, I'm still here, y'all. I'm still standing. I'm still strong. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking y'all know, y'all know y'all need to cut that out. Y'all know he got the tapes. Y'all know he got the tapes. Come on, bro. Yeah, Abram got the tapes. He ain't going nowhere. Listen, he, he should yeah. know how to break this shit down. He the one that did all the bad contracts, so hopefully he know how to get up out of it. That's all right. I'm looking at. Him. Right. That's why they moved him over. Yeah. 
he in a he in a position they can walk by him. You feel me? They just moved him over, like yo, stand over here for a second. You still gonna get paid? Stand over here. Give me out of that Leo contract. Give me out of the Gallery contract. Give me out of this. Oh shit, man! You want to see all these bad, all these all right yeah. Nate, 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 Nate sold her. He he did all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kicker. Yeah, somebody told me Nate. This is the top five kicker. Kate. Yeah, you know, another one, top five pick. What, what, what is going on? <laughs> I guess is making top dollar. And we all have been in four games. What the, where, is they, where do they do that at? So I'm thinking this man is going quick. Get him out of here, man. Why are you out of 50 contracts? So, did y'all see... Did y'all see... It it seemed like all the Rams are sitting there saying, uh, man, the Giants did me wrong. Because uh, Andre Whitworth was like, I wanted to be a Giant in 2018. They ain't won. They didn't do it. They 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 no, because David Gettleman is a piece of shit, and the dude is trunk like walking around this motherfucker against crimes against the fucking New York football done. That motherfucker should be on trial right now. That's exactly you know, what the fuck happened. They probably say, they say yeah, that that man is, you know, 38 years old. We ain't gonna do it. Man, we were all on this show. Me personally, specifically, yeah, when I, I was doing it. free agents, was saying go get that goddamn kid, along with back Shaq Bird. Him and Whitworth were my two selections that he should have fucking got back then. He's dumbass gay mm. gentleman, bro. The dude was, man, fuck out of the street. I, mean, I don't think I ever heard no serious official shit like that, man. I, I, I was trying to go there. They told me no. And I'm glad they ain't told me no because I went to the Rams and I'm about to get a chip. Jump on his yeah. ass like pizzas from Low Down Dirty Shane. Dave. Dave Gettleman. He was like, yeah, one and only. It's like, boom, knock his ass right out. Better watch your back, Shakespeare, or he'll be carrying me away. I need to see what what, what guards and what tackles in the series this year that we could pick up, man. Like, I, want, I want this. I already did it, man. I already looked, man. man. There's some guards, man. Some I know Lakin Tomlinson. I like him from uh, the 49ers. I like him. Bully, man. Lakin out. Let's get that right guard. If Lemieux, I'm, I'm going to think, I don't know, but I think they would probably let Lemieux you know, at least compete for that left guard spot or either have it. But at least get the center and the right guard done before the draft. Or I mean, at least have you say, okay, we got somebody at least good. Or at least. I mean, it's good, at least, you know, average. Because right now, you know, well, at least last season, you know, you got the uh, David Price of the world, uh, Matt Skirmer of the world. These guys aren't even NFL players at this point. You know, like it, the ball is getting hyped and they just seem fantastic and not can. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a good chance we need to get that solidified before the draft. It's just like, if we can get that together, Draft season, we know exactly what we need to do. We got to attack that right tackle, steal a second line, and get, you know what I'm saying? Then we, can, we can start, like, you know what I mean? Like, shit. If they really want to go quarterback, they, I don't see them doing it. 
we could still go quarterback. I think, you know, because the kid Malik Willis, if you look at his skill set, I mean, I'm sure everybody see I mean, it's similar to Allen. So if that's the type of quarterback you want that's going to do the running plays and protect themselves, I don't see why you wouldn't be interested in Malik Willis if I'm a Brian Davis. You know, but that's, we need to stress that. So this line needs to be, you know what I mean? Like, no, you know, Dave Gettleman, he's literally, I cannot believe this man. He sold us up the river. He said, he said, he said, Dave, man, I'm going to get some fucking high mountains. That's how you win and proceed to not get any. One, and now, it one. wasn't that he didn't get any. It's just everyone he picked up sucked. That's what it was. He, he was bargaining. He was in bargain basement deals with these. Well, I can't even say that because he threw a lot of money at, what was it, Omar May? So it just was horrible, man. You know, and the same thing goes for Reese. It wasn't wasn't from a a lack of trying. It's just the people they picked up were awful. No, but, you know, I get that with Reese. But I feel like the game, though, even even though what you said is true, I feel like he did not really put it off in the because – because he, he drafted Thomas and Perk, right? That That's it. Oh, uh, Hernandez. So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if I'm a spirit person like yeah, him, I would have thought you would have spent a lot of resources on the line. So, yeah, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, he's gone. He's trash. Uh, I cannot keep saying making the same mistakes this man has made because even his original cancer or whatever it may be, he already told us a lot of things that we wanted to hear. Even in his most recent interview, he said, no, he's, he's, he's big on position of value. He was like, yo, like, you know, he basically told me, I would, like, he said, yo, I value cornerbacks, I value left tackles, I value wide receivers, you know, in a job, because I want to pay them the most money. So I was going to cheap now, I'm going to do it. So he said a lot of things that he going to do, a lot of things that make sense. Yeah. One, of, one of the worst things he said was, you know, in the offseason, he was saying, you know we're higher on the, than higher on our guys than yeah. other people are, and that's yeah. you know hindsight is twenty twenty. And at the time, you know we we still didn't know exactly what Perk was going to be. We thought we we had some hope in Hernandez, and and then like I said, we you know we had some injuries. And, you know we were bringing in people, but looking back at it now, it's like not saying that he had people fooled, but we we because of how last season ended. And and you know we had some wins going in there, but we had some some hype with Judge. We kind of like almost took it and, and believed yeah. that shit. Well, at least I know I believed that shit a little bit. But I, I mean, now we know. I it for one second, I had that dude when he <laughs> said that shit. I was infuriated when he said that. We, I I remember it, and when you said it, I literally went flashback to the when I heard it. And I couldn't believe it yeah. because that was right after a whole goddamn draft went by and he had mm-hmm. talent all the way to the sixth goddamn round. When was the last time you seen anything like that for the offensive line? And he did not grab yeah. not one. He grabbed Brett fucking Hedgy from – and he was an undrafted free agent. That was after this shit was over. And then you had the audacity yeah. to sit there and say that after what we just oh, saw God. the year before. My yeah, no, you're right. I, you're right. I but was, uh, like I said, oh, it was a lot of – it was some optimism there. It was some optimism there. But like I said, you, I didn't think you, – you figured a whole – like who who knew the whole year that Hernandez and whoever they put on at right tackle could not pick up on a twist. 
or stunt. Mm-hmm. You you got Nate Solder, who was right. a product uh, of the program uh, of freaking New England, and uh, that's uh, yeah, it's just awful. Awful as much money as that man was like making. Any took a pay cut. Like I said, going but, into the season, what a lot of the thinking was, you know, the, the answer after the draft. I was like, you know, he didn't invest in those guys, so that was him just putting all his chips on all these guys that he's invested in. And said, fuck it, I'm not even going to address that shit. He just put all his chips on. He didn't pivot at all. With the pitfalls that came, he didn't pivot at all. Like, everything was fucking fine. It's like a bill that you need to pay, and that motherfucking phone just keep ringing. Bill ain't going to go away, but the motherfucker's going to keep died, calling. He died on that hill, though. He straight up died on it. But also, remember, we spent A.D. money last season. It was do or die. Like, it was do or die. That what I bought in either works or I'm out of it. Then you fire your, my bad thing. My bad, but you you fired your your coach, um your offensive line coach because he get well the coach fires him because he gets into an argument with him philosophy wise and we see why. Mm-hmm. You retired yep. two guys. Two guys. You mm-hmm. retired two guys that could have helped out on that goddamn line, and you can't tell me that Looney coming with Colombo, these dudes was coming from the same place. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. you still, and yeah. you not even, uh, you not even listening to the people that you brought in, even though one of them you didn't want, which was Garrett, but they still came from the same place. That line in Dallas was still that line in Dallas. Why would you not even <laughs> fucking step back? This is your first time. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Looney was, on the, <laughs> Looney was on the team for four days, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, he, said, he did all of that shit. He said, fuck that shit. And we saw, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Judge is like, Judge is going to be like, yeah, he, he, you know, you see, the thing with Judge, man, that I read, and then I just said, he said, yo, he was promised that they would, you know, we would have time to get this shit together. Like, that they would have been here in, like, five years. And they said that, he said that was one of the reasons my grand left. He said, because Mara told him, like, yo, you know, and so he was like, he's looking like, Jared would have probably did shit completely different if he knew he only had two years. But Mara told him, like, yo, you got time to do it, you know, do it the right way. And so Jared wanted to rebuild this into some high school franchise or whatever. And, you know, that's why you end up getting people leaving. People, people, you know, if he was halfway competitive, if those if those players did not regress, which we all saw mm-hmm. in every single facet, from technique to the bullshit fundamentals that they always threw in our face, which wasn't even the case because you was beginning to be the most penalized, the techniques that you were using for your DBs in the first year with that great shit that we saw, them waiting and actually looking like they were being taught something and punching the ball out right when it hits, that timing, you could tell that that shit was working, but all of them regressed. And then you still mismanaging games, and you're not even competitive. You couldn't even score or get past the 29-yard line mm-hmm. on your opponents. Countless, 
countless times, week after week. There's nothing for him to stand on. Even even if you look at, like, Mike Lennon, right, you know, we all know he's not a good player. Like, nobody would say, like, oh, he's a good player. But he looks way better in other stops. So it's like, for an NFL team to score 10 points, like, four games in a row, that's got to be coaching. It cannot be, you know, the players are just – because they're all NFL players, even if they're not good. You know what I mean? But I'm glad the new regime is here. Fucking don't let the doorknob hit you on the motherfucking – you know what? On your way out, peace be the journey to all them Bammers, and that's what it is. And this shit is looking nice. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I said this early in the week, I think, on Monday. Don't we get a fourth-round pick that Graham gone? I know I haven't really announced it yet. Or have they? I heard there was a no. I heard there was a no. Because he went to a same – they said – I don't know. You know, he could be – but they said he had to go to a head coach to get a pick. And he just went to a coordinator to get the pick. Oh, that's some bullshit. Yeah. That sounds like the bullshit that that's some sucker shit. Mm-hmm. All right, well, either way, that sucks, though. That's some bullshit. I was looking forward to that. Well, see, you know what I mean? You got to see how, how it goes through the draft process. Because they still ain't I hope so. announced the compensatory, all the compensatory picks and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I hope so. We get two first. A second, two thirds, and two fourths. Woo! So we got two thirds. Yeah, right boy. Right? And two thirds. Yeah, two thirds. Yeah, two thirds. We got two thirds and two thirds. Two thirds. And I think. Uh, right now? We got ten total. Give me one more second. Give me one more second. I'm good. If you decide Fifth to take twice, if that's on the table. We don't have a second round pick set up because I think we picked twice in this uh spit. No, we no, we do got a second round. Yeah, we got a second round. He said yeah. he wants another one. He wants two he wants two seconds. Oh, oh, oh wow. Two and Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. If we trade back and get another second, that'd be if they do that, but I mean I don't know. I'm making the picks. Yeah, that would be that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all like that. I'm that's that's what with the gold, man. Every time y'all get gold fever, every time. Every year, y'all get gold fever like the DuckTales dog and shit when he was trying to get the gold and shit. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Y'all get gold fever, start scratching and shit. Move back, came back, one pick, one pick, one pick. You greedy ass. Let's just chill. You don't know what's going to happen. You see what happened last year. Not putting Sean on the backs of Gettleman's failures, but Trey Baxter, he scared me, bro. I can't fully commit to that. I know y'all, I hear y'all and all that, and more picks in the same. Not that bad, though, man. I mean, because think about Especially it. Say, like, if you trade down to the, you know what I'm saying? You still got the top ten, but you added on another, you know what I mean? Like, bro, I'm, I'm kind of smart, bro. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. I don't know, man. This should just be. Especially, I just like, be wanting to play my cards mm-hmm. and win the hard hand that way. That would be interesting. That would, man. We'll see how it go, man. 
Like, it's a lot of, a lot of things that can happen, a lot of things that, that is in play, man. So, well, um, I'm having PTSD. Let me ask you. Let me ask you, LRP, you wasn't a part of this conversation earlier. I was just talking to E, the chosen from the Bronx, before anybody else came on. But I, um, I seen something where OC had said something to OBJ and said, I told you not to leave New York. And OBJ responded and said, I didn't leave. They booted me out. Right? So let me to ask Ian Sosman from the Bronx, man. Is this a possibility? Could he come home? Could he do it? It's free agent next year. It's free. What's that? You're not going you're not gonna pull nope, 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 nope. Not gonna do it? Straight not gonna straight not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. You're not gonna take me down. I've already exercised the demons. I've already put the I'll put the sage all around the house, bro. I ain't go, nope. And you going back? Your heart, your heart can't take it, bro. Your heart. <laughs> Yo, nah, not nah, see. You need got you know it, it gotta be like that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm saying, saying like what's I'm just saying. Are you sensitive? What's up? Sensitive. Touchy, touchy, you breathe lovely with my spirit above me or beneath me. Your whole life you live sneaky. Now you rest eternally sleepy. You burn when you creep me. Rest where the worms in the... Come on. My nine flies, baptized, rap guys, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Unless you want to come back to the Giants because you got unfinished business, then maybe. But you know he's gonna he's gonna want probably like whatever sixteen to twenty million. He's gonna get it. I'm gonna want sixteen twenty million. I'm gonna let it surprise me like the shit happened the first time. No, you think he's gonna want sixteen twenty million? Yeah, he's got to get that number now anyway. What do you think Kenny Gallagher? Kenny Gallagher's this guy. You ain't gonna tap that. Kenny Gallagher got my life 18, 19. You ain't gonna get Kenny Gallagher money. Odell, 30 years old. Ain't gonna get Kenny G money, bro. Come on, man. This man about to win the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I don't know. It's Odell, man. He's gonna get paid, bro. He better get paid. He got his last salary in Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get no 16, 20 mils now. Get in the range to like 9 to 12, bro. I agree with you. I don't. We're going to see, though, but I don't. I think he's going to eat the bag. Cash in. I mean, I think he might. only reason I think he might be right because his, his of everything that's happened with him, you know, like mm-hmm. struggling and all that. But I just say when you got a guy, I mean, He'll be top wide receiver. Well, he might not be the top wide receiver. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's should not think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't do it, James. Because I know G.G. Smith Schuster. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm trying to tell y'all, baby. I'm telling y'all, man. You were signed to some of the I'm coming home. You listen to the silver tongue devil long enough. You're going to get caught up, bro. So we have no other 
for what that last guy has done. All right? We want you here. Welcome. Open arms. All right? We want you back. Your friends want you back. Your fans want you back. I mean, Mara's nephew even wants you back, okay? We all love you, man. Come home. Come on. <laughs> Is that and what that's Chris says from the background? That's true, Odell. That's true. I do want you back. Uh, that <laughs> we do want you back, man. We do want you back. And, and that's how I got to go. That's how I got to go. That's how I gotta go. You yeah, created a whole scene and everything. I did. That's it, 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 it's been plotted in my head all like for like two, three days. Oh, Odell's going to call his mom, and his mom going to tell him no. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> his dad going to tell him no, man. You really going to go back down that route? You really going to do that? Who's going to be like, hey, well, who's his quarterback? Baker Mayfield? Oh, somebody race for Baker Mayfield? Hell no. And he's going to bring he's it up Baker. right at a, that's something that's going to be resembling of a ruthless party while you're looking at scattered ass. You really going to leave all this? That's when he's going to bring it up, too. That's when the cops going to bring yeah, it up. Yeah, the, the Rams have cops got too, though, so they need money. Can the Rams afford him next year? Because he's not yeah, going to sign that, that same type of deal. Odell's yeah, not going to cost him next year. How because the no. I don't think they're going to be able to afford him unless they cut Robert Maybe, yeah, but they got a good little wise in the anyway, so they probably like, you know what? Like, exactly. They ain't going to care. They're going to be like, all right. You know what I mean? Thank you, OBJ, for the Super Bowl, baby. Go make yeah. your money. Yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree with that. It's not realistic. To come, to come back to New York, as much as I would love to see it, it's just not, you know, hey, we, we cop-strapped. You know what I'm saying? We got... You know, it's not like if we was cast up and we just had to get him, all right, but we cast up and we got to pick another player. You know what I mean? We don't even have a right tackle. Like, like <laughs> we do not have a starting right tackle right now. But if we had to play a game right now, today we would not have nobody starting at the right tackle position. We would have a position. Like, they literally have to. So it's like we, we got – we have to play, we have to prioritize those, those uh, positions, period. Like, like, we can't even fill the team. You know, so that's what we do. Like, if it was just, okay, you can't stop over there. He is, if it was last year, you know what I mean? He'd be our number one party. You know what I mean? He's not, you know, like he's right now. He's bringing back. You know what would kind of hurt? I hope they've been there. I'm going to tell you what would hurt. If he did come back to New York. Hmm. But as a jet, cut it out. Yeah, I mean, he scored, hurt, he scored a touchdown. That I think he scored a touchdown hurt, last bro. year. He, he scored mm-hmm. a touchdown last year for this. And his celebration was he opened the door, he kicked it in, and he said, This is my house. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because he, 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 when they played the Jets last year, I think he was like, That's good, man. It was his celebration because you know, he missed it, man. You definitely got to miss New York. Mm. What? That would hurt, bro. I don't know. That would hurt to the soul. Yeah. Now, if he went to Dallas or Washington or something, I think I would just be angry. It can't hurt me. You know what I mean? I'll be angry and just say, fuck that. You know what I mean? Fuck him. 
But we're going to the Jets where I hurt my soul, bro. Hurt my soul. I wonder if they cut Shep, would he want to come back? Like, would they would they want – because, like, you know, he was at the meeting. Or he was at all the meetings with Shane, Shane the conference. He was at uh, the um, Dabo conference. I'm like, damn, they, I know they really like these dudes, like, but I feel like they got to cut him. Like, there's no choice. And would he be willing to come back? Cause I mean, like, or would they want him back? Or is it just Who like, are you talking you know, about? Thank you for saying Sterling Shepard. You're talking about Shep. Oh, Shep's gone. Right, now I get they're going to cut him. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they want him back. Like, you know, they cut him to cap, tap, like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Same, yeah. whatever means. Yeah. 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 But, but, I mean, but the, the other thing yeah, is he tore the killing, right? He tore the killing. Right. He, he, he won't. He won't. back. Cam Akers came back. He's good. Yeah, but Chet won't be back to like November. Oh, Zay, Zay that, came back. It took him about a year. And then what is it? He he's oh, won. We might have locked up with these these shits, man. I'm telling you, these things might yeah, be blessings yeah, in disguise. Like we might be I able to keep these up. guys and bring them back for cheaper prices once you know what I mean they healthy. Because if that's the case, I don't see no teams really going after them. If they not yeah, healthy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? We, we so a guy like Shep, a guy like Peppers, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't think that. You know what I mean? They gonna get too yeah. much play in, until no, about I I, August. I think, until about like July. I, th- I think so somebody might throw Peppers some money, but I think he's more on a on a one year proven deal too with whoever signs him. I think that's going to be the I don't think nobody's going to sign him until about like June, July, once the draft and everything, and they're trying to fit out their roster. And I believe the Giants is going to be the first one to be like, look, please, come back. What do you, what do you think? But, that, um, what, 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 would you, what would you offer Peppers? On a one year deal? What, what's the number? Uh, <laughs> I'll give him J Rock 1.5, maybe 2.5. On a one year deal, <laughs> nah, you know what I mean? he going what? No, for real, no, for real, like he's gonna get something cheap, maybe, maybe three, four. He gonna get something cheap as hell. Like I don't see no more than three. Yeah, and and and, well, and um, it's over for and that will be that one, that one year deal, and then you know, you you play and ball out this year, and make your money. You know what I mean, get your money on the market next year. Cause ain't nobody gonna really give you that much money or give you that that high market price that you possibly gonna want or try to feed your family with off that injury. You have to come back, show that that injury is nothing, and then you know your market value is back up. So you might as well come back to the Giants where you you loved and your community. You're doing all this shit for the community, and you know what I mean? it just makes sense. I don't think Peppers is gone. Now, Shep, I think, is gone, but I he hope if that's the case with the injury, I hope with the case with the injury, that it's the same thing with Peppers. You know what I mean? Nobody touches him until about August or something, and we looking at him like, all right, you know what, what, what you want on a one-year prove it deal? Because we'll bring you back for that. Come on. I don't, I don't no, if, if you, you can two million on Peppers. If, if you try to keep Peppers, then I'm assuming – Logan Ryan is is gone. I think he's going to be gone anyway. But Logan Ryan has to be gone if you picking if you trying to get peppers on the one you do, right? He is, bro. 
I kind of hope he has. They, they said they can't cut uh, Hold on. They can't cut that lady's mind. Why not? The captain's too big? Yeah. And if, if they can't cut Brian, then you know, Peppers, that, that, that's a fairy tale then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they, so they said that uh, Major Ryan is uncuttable because BG extended him. Let him extend his, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, um, what do you call it? Revamp his contract. So when you did that, it's like, well, you can't cut him now. And he did that with Shepard, too. That's why right. Shepard, he did be cut, but it's still not to be, it's, I think we say $4 million, but it could have been like nine if he didn't um, restructure his contract. Yeah, like I said, it's gonna be interesting. We'll find out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see what Shane does, man. Like, he got work to do. I mean, I'm pretty sure he. Well, what, what, um, what, what do you guys think some of the surprise moves will be? Just something that that might catch you off guard. If you trade Saquon, that would be that would be. I pretty much be shocked if he did that. They said if they trade or cut Saquon back. You know what I mean? Like, even though I know it's speculation, it's possibility, it just doesn't make sense to me right now to do it. So, if they were to do that, or if even just draft night and they trade them. Actually, you know what? That, Mine, that wouldn't be that, you know, shocking. Go ahead. I mean, you'd go around the room and Mine, ask everybody would they trade Saquon. <laughs> Mine's just a little more, like, it's logical, but also hope-based as well. Well, um, and my answer is Daniel Jones, right? I think mm-hmm. that would be a surprise, but it, it also is logical and makes sense to me because when you look at it, he, he's owed that option in what May. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you have to um, you have to come to the decision, and so to go ahead and trade him off and get you know something for the you know for his services or whatever. You grab up a second, third round. That's perfect for me, and I think that well, that's what makes the most sense. And to me, it, it um, that's what I hope. You get picked up the option. picked up the option. Would you be shot? If if you yeah, no, I don't want it. But uh, but uh, going back to what Shake said, so if. If if, you, if they want to trade Daniel Jones, who's the trade partner, man? Who who are you trading them to? Texas. What do you say? I said Texas. I was saying the Texans, Detroit Lions. Oh, the Texans. Um, yeah, Detroit Lions. Uh, maybe the Washington Redskins. Because I, I think they. Were, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if it's true, but yeah. I'm interested. They, I, I they, definitely don't think they the, I don't think the Redskins. Right? So I would ask the Redskins. I'll trade them definitely the Redskins. Come on. You deal with you two twice. Let's do this. You gotta deal you with them. Here's the thing. I mean, you, nah. If, if you you can't trade them to the Redskins, well, I don't think the Redskins will take them. Because right now, who's playing better? Heineke playing better than Daniel Jones. So you, and, and then they love them. They love them on, on the Redskins. So... I mean, Texas he is, but at the same time, and maybe I'm wrong, but value wise, Daniel Jones and then, but the, or Heineken. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You know Heineken. One thing is, 
if you remember, um, the Eagles traded Donald McNabb within a division to the Redskins. So because he, he, he was shot. Yeah, <laughs> they got him, but yeah, you know I mean, and that's uh, why I don't feel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you don't believe in Daniel Jones? Like, hey, yeah, go ahead, take him, take him off our hands. Mm-hmm. What you gonna get? Yeah, that's and that's crazy, cause, but cause like I said, what he do you get the second or third rounder for Daniel Jones? I don't, I don't think so. Um, just because of the stigma, and then also, as far as I know, he didn't, he's not medically cleared still, right? No, he's that's not. a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. That last part. That last part mm-hmm. was the smartest joint. But the the other side of it, on the other side, on the why, you know, y'all y'all scouted this guy and y'all was reportedly so high on this kid. So does that change in the two three years? I don't think so. Yeah, it does. So the fact because that the guy that the guy that was on him, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You finish what you're saying. Though. No, the guy, the guy that was you... high, high on him was gone. Gruden was high on him. Right. Was it Gruden that was high on him, or thing... was it the office? Yeah. Because to me, my knowledge <laughs> was the office was was good. No, but if you say it was Gruden, then uh, the, the, the older I ain't going to speak that. Yeah, because of the, uh, oh. I mean, from what I remember, it was Gruden that was high on him. And, and the crazy thing about it is when Gettleman said other teams would have drafted him, it was, it was really Gruden and nobody else. Mm-hmm. But that, that thing is, you know, Daniel Jones has those built-in excuses, you know. So, I mean, the thing about the NFL, from what I'm hearing, from uh, what I heard from Jordan Renan podcast, he said a lot of the people that he speaks to, I don't know if it's fluff because he like, you know, they like what, Daniel Jones' skill set. They're not just saying that. They like that he's tall. They like that he's quote unquote smart. So he, you know, he can throw the ball. Um, so that's what he's carrying around the NFL. So do I think he can get a second round pick? Yeah, I do. Because Josh Rosen, I believe, got a second round pick. And he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. That's, you're going to have to give him a second round pick. Now, the thing, the problem you have is that not only that, the Giants. Like Daniel Jones, I don't think they're just making this stuff up. I know a lot of people don't want to believe it, don't want to hear it. I think they're not just saying things. And the ownership says, "I believe we have the quarterback in the building." I really believe that he believes that. So I think that's going to be off the table. Trading him, I think it's this whole off season and everything that's going on is to make sure that Daniel Jones is successful in that. And they looking like that's the best way for the Giants to succeed going further. Thank you so much, bro. It it gets to the point at some point where you're just like, yo, I understand how you feel, but there's a thing called acceptance in this world. When a woman doesn't want to be with you no more, we get you still might want to be with her, but you just got to accept the fact that she ain't with it. They not with it. They feel they messed this kid up. And the only way to get even in their minds and in their hearts and in their spirits is to give him a fair chance. Now, that has nothing to do with us. So I don't want no giant fan to think, oh, man, but see, this is what I'm saying. Bro, it has nothing to do with us. That is how they feel. And their feelings are always going to override our reality. It's been doing it before you was born. It's doing it now and when we're not here. That's just how things go. 
But like I said, I got to about him and root for him because he's the key to your future. He's the key to your future. Let me say this real quick. So I've been like, I've been a Daniel Jones fan and, and defender. I remember arguing with OG Steve. I remember arguing with, with Charlie over Daniel Jones after year one. Now, it, it, it's, it's, if, if he's a quarterback, of course you're going to ride with him. What, what, what we're talking right now, we're speculating. And so what, what, I'm, what I'm saying to that is, is okay, they think that they, 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 they cheated him. And absolutely right. They didn't give him the best chance. But and my, my only deal with Daniel Jones, because I do like his skill set. I do like the fact that he's tall. I do like the fact that he's a tough guy, even though you know he had his fumbling issues, but that was year one. His, his turnovers got better the past two years, but nobody talks about that shit. Every time they talk about his turnovers, they always want to throw that year one in there, and I understand that. My issue with Daniel Jones is what I say is that, and they'll say it, is, is, is pocket presence, and whether you got time or not, it's pocket presence. But even more, I don't like the anticipation. He don't throw anybody over. Mm-hmm. He packed that ball three mm-hmm. times, man. And by the time he packed that ball three times, it's, o- it's, it's over. And I don't know if a line fixes that. Obviously, it'll help. But the thing that he likes to do, which is throw the ball deep, I thought, you know, I don't think he has the time for that, right? But we know he don't have the time to do that right now. But also, he's not throwing nobody open. Like I said, if, if they can get that dash fixed, and that's a hard I, thing to do. Hold on. You dash? Yeah. Go ahead, and then I got something, and then we're going to go to closing statements. Oh, yeah, so yeah, ahead. no. I'm just going to I'm just gonna say this to Dash. Hold on for 30 seconds. He just paused the whole shit. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I could say what the fuck I had to say and shit. <laughs> I hope you did. Yeah. I would have tore the audio up because the conductor was talking on the train. Y'all would have been so mad. That's a fact. Go ahead, Shakes. I'll go right after you. All right. Um, so my thing is this. I get what either children is saying. I get what everybody's saying with this. Uh, they they really backing them and all that, right? And I'm not disputing that part. But what I dispute is the the motive behind it. You see, y'all y'all thinking or y'all see it in a way of they are backing this quarterback up and they really like this kid. They think that they, they fucked him up the, the previous regime and that maybe this regime can help him. But what I see is why would you come into a situation and down a quarterback and just say, oh, this guy is not my guy or, or whatever? You're going to go Absolutely. ahead and I give him all, all, all the praise, all the props, all this shit, or oh, I maybe can fix him, all that shit, to raise up his value. You got to keep his value up, man. All right? If you're going to sit there and deal him off, you got to keep his value up, man. So the fact that they're doing this is not a fact of me sitting there saying, oh, man, that's it. Daniel Jones is the guy. They love him. That's it. That's a wrap. No, me, I'm still like, I'm. this is maybe even just hoping, but I'm still holding out hope that they're just keeping this guy's value up. Of course they're not going to I mean, down this guy. 
We'll, we'll know that for sure when the offseason starts and we find out who the backup quarterback is. Absolutely. That'll answer all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, they believe he's a guy. The thing is, you're right, but the owner has no reason to say these things like rematches. I can see the coach, maybe even the GM, where the owner is telling you message to up. We know that they like him. I don't even think this, that's not even up for debate. They really like this kid, right? You know what I'm saying? You know how many other, like, look how quick they got rid of Haskins, bro. Like, it was, what, year and a half? You said, you fuck out of here. You know, and they, and. Because they, um, they didn't want him. Hey, that's what I'm saying. They want the organization, too. Like, this is the New York Giants. Like, they fucking would sit there and deal with your ass till your contract is up. You're like, oh, my God. That's the whole point. That is the point. That, so this, and here's the thing, too. I want to tell you right now. If this man has a good season, which if they set it up for him where, like, everyone's expecting to do, they expect him to get a free agent lineman, they need to expect him to drop a tackle high, and get another, you know, let's just say they get Lindenbaum, like two were saying. You know, there's a good chance he's going to have a good a, a good season. Now, the problem is he doesn't have the skill set for championship. I don't see that happening. I don't think he's good enough. So then you have another problem where it's like, okay, we got this pretty good team, and we got Jones, who we could be like a, a Carson Wentz will get you to the playoffs if you can't win the chip. So, I mean, it's going to be like a lot of spiderwebs that's breaking down this summer, and we got to figure it all out. But my whole thing is, I, look, I think he's going to be the quarterback next year, and I think that I believe Mara with the things that he's saying. And, I, look, the thing is, you say they don't they, – they don't – they look, the Washington Redskins, they said at the end of the year, we're going to do everything in our power to get a quarterback. And it's funny, early in the, the discussion, Heineke actually played better than Jones. So it is a different organization, but at the same time, like, some of these guys will tell you, like, flat out, like, we're, and if you can look that up, they say we're going to do everything in our power to get a quarterback this year. And I'm like, damn, I wonder how Heineke feels. Basically, they tell him, like, bro, you ain't it. So this is business, performance business. Can I, can I jump in? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you exactly how Mara thinks, right? And tell me if y'all can feel this concept. I won't be long. I paid for my son to go to college. He didn't need a free ride because I'm Emara. He can go to any school he wants. My son chose to go to Virginia Tech. And right before he graduates, Virginia Tech has a problem of on-campus violence, right? And this violence shuts down school shuts down campus, and my son doesn't get a chance to graduate. They open the school back up the next year, and his son says, Dad, I want to go back to school. Everybody feels that you need to transfer. This is not for you. Why are you even here? He feels like, you know what? If the violence would have never taken place, and y'all got to feel my analogy. Just listen. He feels that if the violence never would have taken place at his son's school, he would have been a successful graduate walking down the aisle that year. If you can feel what I'm saying to you, you will understand my analogy. That is how he feels. 
It does mm-hmm. not matter what we feel. He already feels he wronged the kid, which yep. he's going to do everything in his power to make himself feel better. It's not about Daniel Jones. It's about John Mara. Yep. I just don't understand people. That's the thing. And so they're going to do everything. That, that, he needs to analogy. see everything. He needs to see everything fail. He need, if, he, look, if they set him up lovely this season and he fails, then they'll say, all right. You know, I tried. There you go. But there you go. Jay. Until that happens, then I can go for it. Until that happens, uh, this is how they feel. He has to help you guys by proving you guys right. I'm telling you, all he has to do is fail, and he's gone. Root for him to fail the way y'all do. I'm I not. agree with that, but let's get that out there. Okay, but his his is does that analogy fit if they pick up the fifth year option? No, because guess what? If he balls out, you best believe he's getting a contract. Yeah. John Mara wants to give him a contract. DeBole and Shane wants to prove all of us wrong. They want to show you that they can come in here and turn this thing around with a kid that all of us feel is not the guy. Hey, hey, well, let me ask you a question. Let me, well, what, if he, what, if, what, if, what if he balls out, right? And yep. they offer him a contract, right? Yep. And he's like, nah, nah, that ain't enough. I want more. See, he I don't want to go that far. He pulls a Dak Prescott. Because there's the thing. He, you say he balls out. He's but, like, but no. He, listen, first of all, he doesn't have the resume of a Dak Prescott. He has nowhere near the resume. I know so. So basically, he's just going to get what the market gives, and that'll be the low end of the market. He you, know that, you know who that sounds yeah. like? That sounds a lot like Kirk Cousins. Sounds a lot like Kirk Cousins' situation. Guess what? Guess what? That man got pro. The man is the Pro Bowl. You know that, right? But we come on, man. You know how that is. Listen, man. Yeah, I know how it go. But guess what? It's on his resume. He get to look you in your face. I'm just saying. That's that's the only thing I'm saying. If he balls out, and like you know, like a lot of people are saying, you either here's the thing. You either got you might franchise tiger, but you're gonna be paying Daniel Jones top five money for one year. But guess what, though? So This is the way the league is set up, right? A player may have a down two years. And what do they say when he goes to another team or when he does do good in his third season or his fourth season? He made himself some money this year. They do not say he made himself some money in the last three years. They say he made himself some money this year, right? right. Okay. And they're trying to see if he can make himself some money. That's all he okay, so what what's what what's what's a good year for Daniel Jones this upcoming season? What's a what's a good year? If we make it to the playoffs and this boy got about thirty five to thirty three touchdowns with about twelve to fourteen interceptions, with about forty two, forty three hundred yards, that is a phenomenal season for Daniel Jones. First of all, oh, we dude. never had listen to me, we never had an offensive quarterback to the point outside of Eli Manning balling out for that one season that we ever looked at like that. Remember, we were a running team that had enough offense to win games, but Eli Manning carried us on his back that year. After that, please don't ever think that the New York football Giants was an offensive juggernaut in life. Shakes didn't fall in love with an offensive juggernaut. He fell in love with a hard-nosed defense and a run game and a quarterback that you could win with. You think he can get those numbers, though? Because I feel like – I'm not thinking this... about – listen to me. I'm All not right. thinking about no numbers, my guy. Okay. I'm just with answering that question. 
If it was up to me, his numbers would be zero, 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 zero. <laughs> Listen, because I remember before last season, a lot of us thought that he was, all right, you know, he's going to get 30 touchdowns, 12 to 14 touchdowns. People, some people was like, nah, not even that. Yo, y'all bugging. That's not even – that's too low, right? We need to get him around 35, 40. Like, okay. And, and you know what? You're answering John Mara's point. I love you, James. Look what you're doing. You didn't do mm-hmm. nothing wrong. You are answering John Mara's point. If you would have told all of us that Daniel Jones' entire wide receiving core, entire offensive line, and his running back was going to get hurt again, we would have all told you, get the fuck up out of here before you get a beat down. Because we just didn't like the way it no. sounded. Guess what? Let me John Mara is adding that to the situation. All his receivers, yeah. all of his offensive linemen, I think it's that's good how he a good season for Danny Jones is 24 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. And, uh, you know. And that is not going to get in the bag. That's, that's a-